0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: This week in League, division in the Sharks ranks as Sean Johnson and whoever the other guy was use up all the green whistles before Dugan gets the chance to fake an injury.
2: Bryce Cartwright attempts to do with his career what no doctor has ever done reverse an abortion.
1: West Tigers fans still not suspicious of Justin Pascoe, despite reports of him chasing Moylan and Cartwright. Plus, we look
2: ahead to the final round of the 2020 NRL season.
1: All right, more this weekend with Welcome to episode 369 of This Week in League, I'm mate.
2: I'm Jay. 369.
1: Get low. Get low, get low, get low. You know what?
2: What? Not that, you know. What? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking missed it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> For those of you that don't understand anything that's just gone on, go and Google Dave Chappelle being Little John,
1: or just listen to Get Low because I mean, it's all in there. I yeah, mean. That's, that's true. Um, but yeah, but in, from the Chappelle show with uh, that the, the, the skit with uh, Little John, Dave Chappelle, yes. or Dave Chappelle being Little John, yes. and then uh...
2: yes, go and do that. Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> hilarious. Um, I don't know what I'll say. But last week of the competition coming up, fucking great. I uh, fucking love it. They can't hurt me anymore. Um, <laughs> I can watch. The, I, I can watch the guys with the, the same clinical detachment that uh, that a god would looking upon ants <laughs> <laughs> and hoping they all get fucking burned with my magnifying glass. <laughs> um, yeah final round what a season you know the best thing the best thing the thing i look look forward to most about the final round is that now week on week the amount of games to watch and the amount of reviews to recaps to compile for the show halve week on week (laughs) 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 so for the people who like the the three hour episodes Oh know, yeah. Well, I guess now the new normal is kind of two two hour episodes. But those people, you know, you're just going to have to deal with the fact that the episodes are going to get shorter because we spend the vast majority of the yeah. running time on on the recaps for matches. Yes. Um, so that means, yeah, we'll probably yeah, expand some other areas if the rugby league guys provide, you know, like the news and, and mailbags and say things like this that. This year,
2: there has been very little NRL chaos.
1: Normally, at this stage yeah. of the season, like three North- rounds out. Yeah
2: and i think it was because the top 8 was decided what was that 2 weeks ago
1: yeah but i mean we can i mean there's yeah right, so depends on the depends on the the like there was oh, i mean there have been some some instances of nrl chaos through the year for sure because they've been there's been things where they've been more trigger happy with the bin and stuff like that um, yeah but nothing like
2: like the doggie's <sighs> result would have been NRL chaos if it wasn't. There was a li- unbridled NRL joy.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there was that. There was still the chaos in there with the, the, the with fucking the old line. mate sticking his foot yeah. out as he, as he yeah, base yeah. planted to, to ground the ball. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe yeah. Maybe it's just people are just. Uh, I feel like people are less. I don't know what's what, to, what to, how to say it. I've seen less like people just going off their fucking nut this year, like in a negative way.
2: Yeah, less outbursts. Like
1: you get some outbursts, like if the referee, like yeah, like I feel that last year, if that thing with Souths and the foot going out when he's grounded, if that had have happened against a certain, you know, certain teams, it would have been fucking nuclear war. Yeah, true. And for I don't know this year if people had just you know got more perspective. Because <laughs> because of all of COVID the COVID shutting shit down there's life yeah. yeah. Or or because, you know, people are grateful to have rugby league because for a period there we didn't and didn't know if we would. Mm. And or and didn't know if we, didn't know if the NRL was going to survive really. Mm. I mean, you know, thanks to the media push from the you know, the, the cunts that we know. Um I don't know. I'm hoping to see some chaos in the finals. Yeah. I don't know what sort of chaos though. I've have just,
2: just been trying to um, think what sort of end of season montage I want to play. You know, yeah, we we'll
1: have um, to compile end of season montage to begin with. But, but I, I see, need, doing you
2: know, it. what backing music am I going to have? You know, being a of Cleary, and you know, <sighs> being that Penrith are the youngest side to win a minor premiership in the history of the game, I'm thinking that Friends Forever song. Like make it like a end of school oh, thing. God,
1: that would be that would be equal. That would be obnoxious As enough. We go on. Oh, you can sing it. We remember. You know worse of this song.
2: Yeah, man, I fingered chicks in high school.
1: Yeah, I was fingering them, and that song—the chick who sung that song—may not have been fucking alive or of age at that point. <laughs> 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 What well, were you fingering chicks too? Fucking whole lot of Rosie or something? <sighs> no, that no, was a little bit later. No, it's like, so the era... Okay, so that era would have been... You know? Oh, you know what the you know what the, fucking, the, the A1 fingering come, music was of the come day? Come here.
2: Let me put a couple of digits in you to some Dean Martin. You know... <laughs> fucking...
1: Come here, you swinging kitty.
2: Let me
0: split your lips.
1: <laughs> Sit on my fingers. I'm... <laughs> um, I think that the the a the the, the the okay so like let's let's like let's fast forward to the start of the, the years the fingering years. <laughs> I think that I think you know the the primo one, the primo panty dropper of the time, mm. Roxette,
2: must have been love or she's oh, got the look.
1: No, no, it must have been love. Oh my! And the funny thing is, it's like the it's the song is about song. the opposite. Yeah. yeah, the song's about the opposite, but no, the oh they they loved it, they loved it, yeah. Or maybe I'm just dexterous. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Well at this time I'd like to welcome the new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens as the season comes to an end. Well, look- when you when you're further to the, when you're closer to the end than the start, and it's like you, it's downhill now, and this is when it gets loose. Which uh-
2: ironically is after the fingering. <laughs> With the wristies, you were always closer to the end than you were to the start. (laughs) Oh, dear, oh, dear. Because, like, if they had some rock set, I wouldn't have lasted a (laughs) na-na-na-na-na. You got the something.
1: (laughs) You got the... (laughs) And uh, this time I'd like to say farewell to the new listeners.
2: (laughs) Look, this is what happens when your team doesn't lose a fight. Fu- like, you, you fill fucking six weeks or whatever it was reviewing Al Pacino movies. Exactly. <laughs> and then after the break, your team doesn't lose
1: a game. What happened to that game is Parramatta? That was after the break, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It was too. You, I it mean- affects your fucking
2: memory. <laughs> for one. <laughs>
1: but, uh, yes. Okay. Anyway, let's get on to the news. News. I mean, all this fingering talk aside. Yeah. Um- <laughs> Speaking of finger. <laughs> snitches get the hashtag snitches get stitches yes. as the Panthers have reached out to the European cybercrime unit that assisted Anthony Siebold to attempt to find the origins of a social media rumor threatening to derail their season. Mm. The rumor, which questions the integrity of several of their star players and at least two staff members at the club. Uh, has been circulating amongst media for a month. The accusations relate to a former female staff member and alleged sexual relationships during her time at the club with the Panthers planning on involving the police. Uh, Oh, yeah. The rumour mill went into overdrive last week on social media with the club on Tuesday made aware of a text message that had also begun circulating. Uh, Former Panthers chief executive Brian Fletcher has sought legal advice on behalf of the club and has made contact with the, sorry, Furious Panthers not former, has made made contact with the the same cybercrime investigation squad engaged by Seabold last month. Panthers have been made aware of false allegations circulating on social media alleging inappropriate relationships between a former staff member and current staff members. Um, The allegations are untrue. Panthers have instructed lawyers and are also retaining cyber investigators to trace the source and sharing of the allegation and apply the full force of the law including reporting the matter to police. No further comments will be made until the investigation have, has concluded. So, the first thing is, if we go back to the Katoni Staggs stuff and in the way that was sort of tied into... The, yep. About the release of the Seabolt stuff was almost the same day. Yep. And I am sure that everybody was sent that, yep. in DMs or, you know, group messages or whatever. That's- I saw three different versions of it each one was like a chinese whispered version based of the first one and they each, each, each version got more salacious in each iteration as, as it went this pens one i haven't actually heard it i've seen i've seen um uh, a dickhead account on twitter that makes the the, the put, positions themselves as you know uh, as as someone who um is great at reading the play um and makes these predictions, of which twenty percent of them become yeah. true. But it, it's- But that was very vague. It wasn't like there. There was certainly no way to say from that that there were a couple of former staff members, and and there were no star players named, or there was there was nothing like that. Yeah. So, so I'm not sure. I haven't actually seen the the. I haven't seen the juicy one that they're going to get the Israeli Mossad onto. Yeah. Exactly. But no, um, I haven't either. Yeah. And like I asked, and I asked, and I asked around today. Um, to around people that I thought you know if, mm-hmm. if if it was going around they would have seen it. Yep. No, no one. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. what the what the version of the media the media version is. I mean, I thought there was just basically like a the version I saw was like a it was more like a COVID bubble breach situation more so than anything <laughs> else.
2: It seems to be that there were a bunch of these things that started. Yeah, and they've all sort of combined into this one. Interrelated sort of unintelligible, thing. Unintelligible, yeah. you know, Uber rumor. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: And my understanding, and through speaking to somebody who works for QPS, and I'll be a 100% happy for any, because I know we've got mm. some good old-fashioned law enforcement that listen to the show, 100% happy to be corrected if this is off. Because um, like, this, this is, I guess, how I think I understand it. Mm-hmm is that cybercrime units and cybercrime experts are great at telling you, you know, what something is or, you know, how far it may have spread. Extremely useful if they can get their hands on devices. Yep. Extremely useful. And by devices, I mean, you know, laptops or desktops. Yep. Not so useful if you have an iPhone and mm-hmm. it's locked. yep, um, so there you know there are ways to get certain information from that, but there was that famous case in America where the FBI went to Apple, give said, us a backdoor. and said, yeah. we have a terrorist's iPhone, and he's locked it, and the FBI were worried that if they put his pin code in ten times wrong it'd wipe the phone.
1: <laughs>
2: and Apple said, "No, nah. yeah. you know so if the FBI publicly can't do it, yeah. Um, I'm fairly certain that this is just now the standard way because the people that are starting or maintaining this sort of shit are probably not that savvy in terms of the way technology and this sort of thing operates. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's never nice to have law enforcement go through your life. Mm. But if cybercrime isn't even something you've done... That whole thing of if you've done nothing wrong, you've got nothing to be afraid of. It's still not it's nice, still inconvenient, you know. Yeah, um, you know, you your people in your family work in uh, tax at mm-hmm. yeah you know, at some level, and you know they they'd, they'd say quite easily that if you are the squeakiest clean person in the world, you
1: still don't want the tax office going through your shit. No, no, you know the whole key there is to be aware of which industries are being targeted each year. <laughs> And Correct. If you're in that industry, lay low. <laughs> but what? Yeah.
2: Um, but what I'm saying is, with the the Penrith thing, I think this is just a way for them to come out and mm-hmm. say, "Yep, we've done the same official thing," um, and and so it just it stops and halts those people yeah. that are spreading it. At
1: the end of the day, though, I mean, the, if you if you if you are squeaky clean and if you know you're squeaky clean you don't need to go through the whole pantomime because it's not going to fucking derail anything because you know you you know and your people know that there's nothing there then yeah. i mean they're sure there's can be noise outside but if you know what you, if you know the truth of the matter then
2: yeah I hear what you're saying but you know, still again think you've got a fairly you've got a fairly young team yeah um and it it's the old pig fucker analogy sooner sure. or later you get tired of having to stand up and say, "I did not fuck a pig."
1: <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, it- I couldn't relate. I've, no idea. I've, I've, I've I don't know anybody <laughs> who's had to go through that ordeal. But it sounds fucking great.
2: Um, think of Brett Stewart. Yeah, you know. I know you don't know him. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you pretended you have to look cool. You know, it's all the no. other
1: manly people. Yeah, not so much. Um, but you know,
2: what he went through, he had to deny. He had to deny. He had yeah. to deny. He had to deny. And then even. But he, the the
1: thing is, he was wasn't like you know some rumor. I mean, he was maliciously prosecuted you know, to know, the extent of the law. But because,
2: there's a perfect example of someone that had to stand up and say, mm. "I didn't fuck the pig." Mm. And even after he was not charged or not found guilty, or the charges were dropped, or however that finished.
1: Case was dismissed in under 90 minutes in one of the quickest acquittals
2: okay, so we've prob- seen. It's probably a legal loophole where you know the lawyers fucked up, didn't submit a form because
1: he's a fuckhead. But see, this is what I'm talking about. He will forever in my mind. Exactly. But I mean that's like once again, like I'm saying, don't be so feeble minded as to let that sort of thing derail you. And, and like and, and and you know, this and this, this feeble minded thing is running in the Penrith family with you on the on the Brett Stewart thing. Have some fucking have some fucking mental acuity. Understand. Be feel confident in your in the position that you didn't do it, mm. and then just fucking proceed through your fucking second or third week exit or whatever it's going to be. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It's not gonna. But they, you know what? If they don't fucking make if they if they don't make the grand final, for example, mm. God forbid. If I hear one cunt fucking say, um, if, nah, if, yeah, "If oh that, my that, that, god, yeah, I will." Fucking piss on them from a great height. What's the highest thing in Penrith in Penrith? Probably some two story fucking probably the well, the World of Entertainment's probably the highest thing in Penrith, right?
2: I was gonna say Mark Geyer
1: in the late nineties. The- <laughs> <laughs> Although at that point he was probably like more up and where was he fucking playing like oh, Bush somewhere, yeah. wasn't he? That was that was like they were the days when he was having plenty of ice in his drinks. But <laughs>
2: Oh fucking legend.
1: Uh, yeah, he had his he had his moments. <laughs> <laughs> all of them had probably passed by that point, though, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, the thing is, and I mean, these experts—I mean, that Seabold thing—is like it's all going to, it's all, it's all coming out in, yeah, you know, two days, three days, and you haven't heard a thing. Oh
2: well, the story, the official line is, and it was in one of the articles about the Penrith, yeah. thing that these these cyber experts came back, yeah. And they've presented; they've given their findings to the lawyers. Yeah, the lawyers have presented that to the police yep. and to the NRL. Yep. And there's been not enough information to take any further action. Yeah. And uh, so I'll... what? What you said when you, the first time we spoke about this—it's fucking was exactly hard. right.
1: You can, unless you've got, you can somehow, and I don't know how you, do... unless you can get the second guy, mm. like the guy who received the thing from the first guy. Mm. Then you, if there's good, the fucking stags luck. thing,
2: the stags thing, or any sort of sex tape is different because yeah, the person holding the camera, yeah, you assume is the originator of the device, or if not them, yeah, it's the other person's device.
1: And from what I understand, she didn't exactly deny it either, yeah, because she's a fucking idiot, yeah, that's it. <laughs> New rules of Palooza. <clears throat> Thankfully, it's not like a, a wholesale change like the other fucking rules that just been thrown in on, on, a, on a whim this year.
2: You can now have one spiral forward pass per set.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine setting up for that? <laughs> Could you imagine how easily the Melbourne Storm would win the fucking competition <laughs> using Josh Adhokar yeah. as a wide receiver? Uh, every play. And it's just yeah. like, every, you know, some teams, they might be able to prevent it happening. Man, I watched some fucking gridiron on the weekend. Yeah.
2: I don't understand, like watching NRL and looking at, like, spread plays. Yep, I do not understand how those cunts are not scoring a touchdown with you. With the you're allowed to run fucking shepherds.
1: Yeah, but not I mean, only after only only after the the you know the catch has been made and 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 within certain parameters. There are I mean you gotta I don't like a free for all.
2: I don't care. The entire fucking sport's a joke, and everyone that plays it is a <laughs> fucking hat shit cunt. They're not scoring touchdowns every fucking play.
1: Look, the only the only thing that I wish they would do more of, and I mean it is it is a game that pun. It's like you know possession is much more valuable in in the NFL than it is in in rugby league because teams can hold the ball for fucking just ten beer. minutes at a time. Yeah, yeah. and just start and like just wait like get your defense absolutely fucking wasted, mm. and then so and then which affects you the whole game because your defense is tired and you know mm-hmm. more things open up. But um. I really, I really wish that they would utilize more of the sort of trick stuff like lateral passes because they're only allowed to pass it forward once, mm. like the, the you know the one that you traditionally think of. But if I if I ca- if I catch a pass or if I you know a running back and I make a break and I get into backfield, if one of my guys was to run beside, so I could pass like rugby league style mm. and put him away. Mm. But they, it, it doesn't happen very often, and more often than not, you know, if you do see it happen, it's a it's like in college, where you know where they—it's like oh, or, or in this, this crazy play, or, or in or in Canadian football, you know, where, yeah. the, where the stakes yeah, yeah, aren't yeah, yeah. like billions of dollars yep. <laughs> for, for you being a fucking cowboy and and yeah. uh, and yeah, taking the script in your hands. Um, <clears throat> but like in round rules. twenty, we got two games, new rules, and very fucking reactionary. The first one, the first one, of course, is that now the. Uh, Video, sorry, the bunker will be able to review a try up to the up until the conversion attempt is taken, and uh, and they can overturn the referee's decision. So now, what happens is, if you're the referee and you think the try has been scored, instead of going, you know, sending the it bunker. upstairs, going yep. up as a try, just check on granting blah, blah, Now the referee will just award it. If they think it's... If they, if they would previously have sent it up as a try, they'll award it. And then up until the conversion's been taken, mm-hmm. the the bunker can overturn it after they haven't look at the 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 you know the replays and, and so on. Which is the reactionary thing to try and avoid the situation with Jackson Polo scoring that try for the Rabbits. Yep. And his foot slid out. Yep. The fact he's foot slid out anyway, I mean, the touch judges are fucking idiots. I mean, it happened right in front of him. The touch judge is like five metres out running towards him. Yeah. You know, he's looking... Yeah. Like, I mean... One job and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I want to see happen in this situation is if a try scored within, I don't know, 15 meters either side of the post, yep. I want to see fuck the celebrating, Yeah. blows the whistle, sh- kick, grab the ball, kick. get the tee, yeah. knock the cut over yeah. within 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, straight, like if it's an easy kick, just bang it over. Can you imagine... That's the chaos
2: now. Yeah, like n- no, no more. The kid from the local special school gets to run the tea out.
1: Yeah, no, no. You need to do it like you know. You need to do like the Broncos did. You know, yeah, you know, like little dude on the fucking on the on the little car. Yeah, like, you need like, but you need to soup that shit up too. You, know, <laughs> you need to throw like a fucking four fifty hemi. it's bigger than the car itself. <laughs> the kids are just sitting oh, on the, the engine other, block. Just yeah, who. Who's your fucking
2: fastest player? Like, Josh Addo cars running the tee.
1: Yeah. You've just got... Well, yeah, you've got you've got your ball boys, mm. and they're just, like, literally just underarm it. Just boom. Yeah. Chuck it. And then, and then they run it straight in. Yeah. I would love to see a team do that, as in, like, you're not going to get the chance to overturn that shit. It. Because if they're going to say... If they're going to put parameters on it, they're going to overturn it up until the kick's been taken. Yeah. Then... Fucking do it, and then it's like a race, yeah. Especially if you especially if you're like running back to kick the goal, and you look up and you can see the car's clearly bounced it or put his foot (laughs) out or something, and you're like, (laughs) because then that's the chaos. Because the referee's like, because it's on the referee, he's awarded it, yeah. Within the parameters of the rules, they can't overturn it, but everyone knows it should have been overturned. Now, are they going to do
2: something? (laughs) Well, there's nothing now. I'm trying to think now
1: because. There's a limit for how long you you take, but not how quickly. Because you can even forego the kick. Yeah, yeah. What happens if you forego the kick? Well, imagine... That's amazing. So this is the ideal... This is my dream scenario. This is it right here. Thursday night. The clock approaches 10 p.m. Yeah. The Broncos lead the Cowboys 10 points to 8. Yeah. 79 minutes, 50 seconds on the clock. The Cowboys have got one last chance. To fucking score this try. The bomb goes up. There's a fucking melee. You know, there's yep. people in the air. The ball's, Cowboys, boom, score it. Referee comes down, thinks it's a try, blows the whistle. Yep. It's not. There's a clear fucking knock on. Yep. but And they say, We, forgo the we
2: forego the kick. We forego the
1: kick. Or, not, that, this is the thing that, I mean, in that situation, you wouldn't forego it. Get the tee down. I'd fucking stand, the, I'd kick some dirt out, stand the cut up, it's and just good. grub it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the point being, the Cowboys win 12 yeah. 10. Time's expired. Uh, they obvious, can't overturn no it. <laughs> obvious obvious. no try. Broncos spoon. Oh, my God. And I basically turn inside out <laughs> <laughs> in a sea of ejaculate.
2: Volander sprouts wings out of his back and slowly alofts up to heaven.
1: Your work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed rugby
2: league. Jesus, I'm coming home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, oh, my god! Now i now now I want that to happen. Like now, now a Cowboys win it's just is not going to be enough. <laughs> and then, like, oh, and then you get the whole. Then you get like a year See, of yeah. always, a, a lifetime. This is it. You shouldn't have got the spoon because. You're you're now a
2: rugby league fetish guy. <laughs> so good. You're the equivalent of that guy
1: who can only come with his leg in a yeah. bear trap, getting punched in the face. <laughs> um so yeah that was one that was one rule the other the, the one of the other rules is that um in scrums the uh clubs the, well the clubs have to nominate 10 forwards among their final 17 man squads and referees will ensure that they pack down at scrum time
2: 10 forwards 10
1: forwards in your 17 okay okay so you've got so six st- in your pack yeah and then i guess they're saying so So two on the bench uh, well, I guess they're saying that f- that's all for Does all the, the benches. Half count? It's I guess it's all. I guess it's all the
2: bench players. So what are they trying to stop here? Getting kick out one on one with a winger. You know that situation.
1: I don't actually know what they're trying to. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that one's about because scrums a fucking joke anyway. Why not apply some creativity to it? Yeah. I mean that's what teams have been doing. Yeah. And it rarely, if ever comes off, but I mean exactly. you know I don't understand this enforcing of that's, so,
2: that seems like an arbitrary rule. Yeah, I, I just, don't I don't, don't
1: understand why that has I don't know I'm so why that is something that needs to be tried. So again as a, as at all. just the what is? What yeah. ifs? Okay.
2: Um you know your team yeah continuously loses eight players per game to injury. Because your strength and conditioning guy is a fuckhead.
1: My team actually doesn't wouldn't have the ten forwards anyway that's, because they're always because they always run with like a, a a back or you know something on the bench. Yeah, well a, a, lot, a lot of teams winger. do. They had a winger on the
2: bench last week. There you go. But then what happened? I mean, the
1: argument can be made that like a plotter like Lachlan Croker, he's coming on to replace the hooker. So fair enough, he's a forward. Mm-hmm. But
2: but the, yeah. this is what I'm saying. Let's say yeah.
1: But then you get an Like okay, say, you get forwards injured, three yeah. three forwards injured or something, and that's it. I get, I you know, do you get to change your nomination? Because I mean, there could be there, there's the the one forward that's left on the bench. Yeah, he's going you to have to sub you know, him in. You may have to sub out some of it. Yeah, I mean, what what happens
2: if you decide
1: to go small? If
2: you go, okay, well we've got, um, you know,
1: because of the new rule, the next rule that comes in, we want to go with a team of like, like fast, yeah. mobile, tackling machines yeah. that are, that aren't giant fucking props. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that that one just seems to it just seems to be just arbitrary. That's, that's a rule and fucking... for a
2: rule's sake. I don't like that one too much.
1: No, um, like only, I. I really want to know the genesis of that one. I never saw an online poll where people said they wanted that, and that's usually how these things begin. You know, is it? Oh yeah, fuck.
2: Is it this thing where now you can decide where you want the scrum? Yep. That you can say, you know, again, um, Melbourne Storm or you know Penrith.
1: And they were, yeah, yeah, Melbourne so would wanna throw like Nelson or someone. Well you've you've too got wide.
2: To, well you've got to have all your forwards in there now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pack the scrum on the far right side. Mm-hmm. And then so we've got Cleary at the base. We're gonna have Arpy, Jerome, Crichton. Mm-hmm. Mansour can fuck off. But we're gonna we're just gonna try these long fucking passes and put Crichton into space. Get him one on one with whoever's yeah. Like is that what they're trying to do?
1: Because you can already know. do that. There's no there's no that one there doesn't have anything really yeah, any I'd, any like context or colour to it. Anyway. Um the last one is uh regarding the six again again. And now all defending players, except for those that have taken up position at marker, of course, are required to be in line with the referee marking the ten meters. Mm-hmm. The referee will call go when the ball has been played backwards. And then the defensive line is entitled to move forward. Players who jump early will be considered to be in breach of the 10-meter rule. Touch judges will assist the referee in monitoring and enforcing the 10-meter rule. So, honestly, that sounds like the 10-meter rule that we had. Yes. Um, but now... Can touchies call you off-site? Well, if they're going to assist, then I guess I didn't no, currently. They, uh, I didn't think a
2: touchy could. I thought they could call offside from kicks.
1: I, do, I don't think that touchies touchies could because if they could have, they would have, and there and a lot of offside play. In fact, all of it because they've got no other job if there's no kick coming down to their yeah. sideline, could be, you know. So, but, so what happens is there then is then they can um, and then they can go then they go six again after that I think which means that like a retreating line will forever be tre- retreating yeah. six again six again six again there'll be a try in fucking within six tackles yeah because it'll be like six restarts or you know it'll be
2: a professional foul and you're a man down yeah yeah because you
1: fuck I, I, that, that to me is like the roll the ball through your legs speed of yeah. touch football yeah play the balls
2: although what worries out of everything you've said there I I understand exactly what you're saying And I'm not trying to ref's fault here, but fuck me, do these people have any idea how the human eye works and how fucking ordinary it is Mm -hmm. for judging, you know, things in relation to each other? Yep. A, under fatigue. Yep. B, like, the size of these fucking cunts. Yep. How are you seeing the ref in the middle of the field? Are you... you Yeah, yeah. Where's and your what's perspective? The, and Are what's the standing defi- in front? Are you standing behind?
1: And what's the definition of jumping? Is it moving in front of the referee at the, before he says go? Yeah. What if you're getting a run? What if you retreat to 11 metres and you get in a run-up because you're going to come and fucking, you yeah. know, to fool someone? That's it.
2: Like What, what, what if you're big fucking Nelson uh-huh. and you, like, crouch down and lean forward and your head is now two metres in front of the fucking referee?
1: <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Fuck me. Oh, I so say now, I don't think we're going to see a lot of these rules going forward. No. <laughs> I, th- I think it's just fucking, they, 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 they were lamenting the lack of chaos that you were speaking about yeah, earlier. Exactly. And they're like, let's introduce by changing the fucking rules of the game in the last. <laughs> uh, and then we got another one here you where know? um the handover touchline rule. So um, if, if the ball or the player in possession of the ball has gone into touch other than 40, or 20, 40s or 20, 40s, like that's a fucking thing that anyone's ever going to do. Um, play will be restarted with a, a play the ball by the non-offending team so okay so your guy gets tackled in touch instead of a scrum it becomes a play the ball okay which is you know to me that's like a step towards removing scrums from the game
2: so why do we now need new scrum rules yeah exactly having
1: less scrums exactly they're really throwing a lot of shit you know what they're doing they're, they're just basically throwing pickles up against on the wall these and to cunts, see which one wins these cunts are my doctor To be fair, you need fucking house.
2: I got a phone call. (laughs) And it was one of those calls of, I've just been tested. You might want to be too.
1: Really? Mm. Which one was that? (laughs) Tell me on air right now. I demand you. The disease or the receptacle? Both. (laughs) Both. Syphilis and who? AIDS and who? the <laughs> like STD, Cluedo. <laughs> it was chlamydia. Up against the carbide. In the arnus. Gonorrhea. <laughs> With the school teacher.
0: Oh.
2: No. Um, ironically, this one was a nurse. Hmm. Which is, you know, good that she was so responsible. And After he- the
1: fact. If she had have been responsible earlier, True. the necessity for a call wouldn't have been there. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, she took her uh, post-diagnosis healthcare obligations <laughs> quite seriously. <laughs> um, you know, she was the one who also said spit in my mouth. But... <laughs> so I've gone to my She doctor. was a walking
1: contradiction. <laughs> Something
2: addiction. Yeah. Um, so I've gone to my doctor, yeah, and I've said I've received a phone call, and it's this, and I've been trying to get this guy to look at my fucking no no square for so fucking long. He's the one. Yeah. Do you remember a couple of years ago when I sent you the photo of like that blood soaked piece of toilet paper? Yes.
1: Like, was I it can't... that long ago? How time flies! I know. I felt like that was only like wasn't that like just after like Magic Weekend when you ate all the chili? Uh, jo- that was like so like a, like about a year a year and a bit. A Year and a bit. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's exactly when it was. Wow. You ate too much Nashville hot chicken, <laughs> and started bleeding out your ass and
2: literally blew out my anus. Um, I'm also a little bit
1: touched that you remember my
2: escapades that fondly.
1: Look, there there are <laughs> things that there. Are th- <laughs> Look, there's, you know, there's yeah, you picture. I mean, because you actually sent a picture of your asshole as well as that, that toilet paper, didn't you? Was, or was that just a different situation? No, nah, a different
2: situation. Yeah. But, um,
1: yeah. Like, I,
2: I turned a piece of toilet paper into a fucking maxi pad, mm-hmm. and he still wouldn't look. He's like, "Oh, I'm sure you're fine," but this time I went back and told him about the phone call, and he gave me the two cups to go and uh-huh. piss in and bring back and, mm-hmm. and he said he's going to write me two scripts and he's... What were the two scripts?
1: I like? just like preventative blasts of medication. This is what
2: he said. Now, you bear in mind, he's a very old Indian man. Yeah. And he says, so what I'm going to give to you is the shotgun method.
1: <laughs> to kill any possible suspects.
2: And he says, but because I am pointing it at your bits... It is not a shotgun of bullets; it is a shotgun of antibiotics.
1: <laughs> oh, that's vintage Doctor Humor.
2: <laughs> so I'm like, okay, Doc. Yes, yeah, so he's the Peter Valandis of curing my dick. <laughs> well,
1: you got the results back? Yeah, negative.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I can't say I've had to had to deal with that in the past. <laughs> Thankfully, I mean, well, unless you count like pregnancy as being like the same ballpark of scare, well,
2: you know, it's something you don't want crawling around up there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, just like, just a larger, a larger and and uh, incurable creepy crawly, I suppose. Um, so yeah, look, look the handover one, yeah, that's fine, I suppose. Uh, I mean, there's you know, the, the scrum has been removed from several other things over over the years, and yeah, you know, that's that's totally fine. Um, the forwards one is a bit mystifying to me, though. I think that this one, in fact, the one with the play the ball instead of the scrum, following you know getting bundled into touch or whatever, mm. or throwing into touch, mm. that one I think has a good chance of being adopted because it achieves what they
2: speed the game up. Let's speed stop the time. game up.
1: Also, at the end of games, when time is of the essence, yeah, the thing that always happens is a player gets bundled into touch. Or a team, you know, they put, put a kick in or whatever, put a kick in to, to wind the clock yep. down, and the other team's quickly pack this, you know. So that's gone now. Yes. So the clock's just if there's thirty seconds left, and you put the kick over the sideline to, to bleed out the rest of the game,
0: mm.
1: essentially. I mean, the, the, that's you know, the clock doesn't stop, and while they won't waste all of the time, like because it's not as it's not as hard to get a play play ball together as a scrum. Yep. There's still going to be that period where, I mean, they're going to lose half that time, like the ball's going to go over. You know, the play, teams have to set themselves up again. They have to get the ball off a kid, then they play the ball and go.
2: I wonder what, I wonder if there are official guidelines, and I'm sure there are, mm-hmm. on ball boys in terms of acting the cunt. But what? what's the maximum number of ball boys you can have? Then would have to be. There would have to be guidelines around that, surely. And is that is that stopped with there are a certain amount of regulation balls? The referees would obviously have to inspect, yeah, the balls before But the I game. mean, but
1: you know, there's no there's no question that these ball boys are are brought into the fold mm. by each club, mm. and their allegiances are not under question at any stage. No, not at all. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So if
2: you, again, if you're the home team,
1: yeah, yeah, can you
2: have a ball boy on each fucking line? <laughs> On the side, on both sides of the field,
1: basically the, trying to the get go, the ball.
2: If you are chasing and trying to and trying you yeah, trying
1: to either get, try to get the ball in quicker or bleed or just be really slow at getting yeah, the ball back. Yeah. That's it. See, I am fucking one hundred percent there for that sort of country. Exactly, love it. Yeah. I love that sort of shit because that absolutely incense. Or
2: if it's the opposition. Yeah. The ball boy just stands on the sideline and just sort of holds it out in front of him and makes just someone like, jog 20 metres to come and get it.
1: Yeah, just going like, oh, but even just doing like, yeah, it's like, it's like. <laughs> of course, it's an audio medium and me me acting it out to you is meaningless to you people. Um, just basically the Eddie Murphy want to lick ice cream, you know, like. So that, except with football. There yes. you go. I painted the picture. Uh, a new beard has entered the expansion arena. The Redcliffe Dolphins club chairman Bob Jones has declared the organisation is ready to become the NRL's next expansion team, and he already has a legendary coach in mind—none other than Wayne Bennett.
2: It's a fucking big dick move.
1: So, uh, yesterday the official uh, opening of the Northern Grandstand of Dolphin Stadium took place, and uh, and Jones took the opportunity to brand Red, Redcliffe as NRL ready, with the new stadium complete and assets reported to be worth over $100 million. We're now NRL ready, and when I say ready, we are ready to go tomorrow if the NRL needs us. He said. <clears throat> Peter Valandis is certainly aware the Dolphins are ready, and we'll be meeting in the next little while. They are fully, they, they are, the NRL are not fully aware of what we're capable of, but they will be soon. So the now completed Dolphin Stadium can seat 10,000 people, while there's also standing room for 1,500. Uh, <clears throat> new grandstand costs 6.5 million. La da da mm-hmm. da. For 10 years, we've been building our infrastructure because our strategic plan has always been to play rugby league at the highest level. To do that, we recognised some time ago you need to have assets, and that's what we have done. Mm -hmm. Wayne Bennett's previously backed Redcliffe's expansion bid, declaring in February that Redcliffe is the way to go. They have a ready-made club for the NRL. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jones, on his part, said that Wayne obviously knows rugby league and has been a great coach for a long time, so you would be crazy not to talk to Wayne and consider him if he is available. And... uh, Petro, of course, who's uh, yeah, born and raised, or well, he's raised in around Redcliffe area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his dad, of course, Pedro, legendary fucking bouncer. The stories of One Punch knocking out cunts <laughs> down, <laughs> down at Ready over the years are legendary. Nice. Um, but uh, he said, uh, Petro, Petro uh, he backed, he said, it's really exciting to hear the Dolphins bid the NRL. It's a club that's well steeped within the rugby league history of Brisbane club ranks and very well known across Australia as well. It's a growing region, blah blah, fastest growing, one of the fastest growing regions in Australia. I presume they mean that by that corridor, they mean like all of the developments going like up the coastline, on the mm-hmm. on the right hand side of the freeways, you head up the coast, like yeah. those Gary, all those new harbour side things yeah, yeah, up yeah. there. So, um, so they have a great supporter base. I tell you, if they get the fucking license day one season ticket for me especially if they play a significant number of their home games at dolphins because what a fucking luxury it would be yes to have an nrl stadium like 10 minutes drive from my house yep and the ability to see 12 plus games a year without having to fucking give the broncos a cent Ooh. fucking outstanding I would imagine that any team that comes in will have to at least have some sort of concessions to, towards SunCorp games as well. But all this talk of their stadium and everything would probably and and couple that with Peter Volandis being opposite of Todd Greenberg and sort of backing suburban grounds. Then you know who knows. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, I mean, every, everything he says right. Um, in terms of you know their their readiness for it. And I have to say, like I have, you know, I never, I never played at Redcliffe. I never have a bad, never had a bad, you know, feeling about them as an opposition team. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from Norths and Valleys when I was a little little kid, but um, I'm I've have been around like the Redcliffe, you know, just since you know being sort of in the area for the last sort of fifteen years, and uh, and being involved with a couple of teams around the peninsula. They're fucking like they're so well run around there that i would i would t- accept them any day and i know there's a lot of people in brisbane who are kind of like oh i fucking support the east tigers or whatever i would never be able to you know go for you know, go go for the dolphins in the NRL or whatever but yeah. um it's interesting times and they've always kind of been spoken about as a potential expansion possibility but yeah but even i, I had no idea i mean i knew they were fucking very well run And um, and I knew what was going on with their stadium, but I had no idea they were that wealthy. So uh, interesting. Certainly would tick a number of boxes in terms of uh, stability required to fuel the side.
2: I'm look having been up there a bit for some junior footy. Yep. um, For some Indigenous carnivals. Yep. Right. It is a fantastic grand at the moment, like right now. Without yeah, I haven't
1: even been. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the the new the new uh, grandstand oh, in yeah. the flesh. I mean, I've seen the I've seen the newish one, but not the newest. Like you know, because because yeah. like there's that one that runs down the the left hand side, just looking from the club. Yep. Like that one there. That's that's where I've sat. Uh, we had yeah, some functions yeah. and clearly so that top level there yep. with the bars and yep. like the for the VIP sort of stuff. And we were there up there for a game once, but that was fucking great.
2: It's legit a fantastic place to watch footy yep. now. Yep. Um, look, yeah, it, trying to pick holes in it. One of the yep. great things about Suncorp is, you know, I've been to to Origins at Suncorp where it is fucking capacity.
1: Oh, and you're out of there, and,
2: and it, yeah, it empties.
1: Especially if you're catching a bus, you, you know, you walk outside and downstairs. Onto a bus, they fill it up. It fucks off. Next yeah, one pulls up. That's it. Next, and and they just fill up that quickly. I yeah, mean, exactly. it's a little bit longer of a, a hike to the train station, but they're still close as hell. But regardless, yeah, it's very well serviced seat, by public transport.
2: You're out of your seat, and you're out of the stadium. Yep. In a like fucking great amount of time. Yep. This one maybe not so much, just because you know by nature the exits are a bit smaller and you can't fit as many people out.
1: Yep. Yeah. And the and, and the drive. public transport is, is yeah. You know, I don't I don't think any. Any ground has the public transport service that Suncorp. So Suncorp has in the country. Um, maybe Melbourne? Maybe. That would be the only one I would guess. And I don't know that for sure. I'm just kind of yeah. assuming that that would uh, be the case. Mm. But um, still, tra- public transport's not that bad. I mean, if they, they could easily have the same shuttle bus situation that, yeah. that the Titans roll with. Yeah. And there's a train station that's probably... Not that much further away, like because I, mean, I keep a ring station now. I mean, you just have to, you know, you, you just have to walk down um, Anzac Avenue down Bourbon Road, and you're at, you're on the block where the ground is at that. point. To place. me, it, it's always fucking struck me
2: why places like Westfield mm-hmm. don't do deals with the NRL or whoever yeah. else. Yeah. Yep. And so, because yeah, you know, even at Rabina, like that, fucking close to the Titan Centre.
1: It's not that much further than the well, Rabina, walking in the train station. Rabina Town Centre,
2: yeah, you know, actively dissuade, like, this is not parking for the football.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, why they don't do deals and go, well, okay, here's- Have a and, feed first Well, in, something. In Sydney, exactly, yeah. do something with their restaurants yeah. or even just, you know, here's the car park, it's this section of the car park only, mm-hmm. we're going to ping you five bucks for it, yep. park here, and then we're going to run fucking shuttle buses- yeah,
1: you know. Yeah, the one time I did the shuttle bus thing to a Titans game, it was way back, you know, when they were when they were popular, and they filled the ground. Yeah, uh, like it was the first year. It would have been the first year that the, the Titans were in, and I remember I went to a Manly versus Titans game with some. Was friends. that when they were at Rabina or when they were at Carrara? No, this was, this was it was Rabina. It was when they were first into Rabina.
2: Yep. Okay. And
1: um, and I remember we went somewhere. It felt like it was fucking miles away. Yeah. Parked in some fucking field somewhere in the yeah. middle of nowhere. That's it. Got on the bus. Yeah. And it felt like the bus took ages yep. to get yeah. to the ground as well. I have no fucking idea where it was. So that, but I'm saying that, that would be the go with Dolphins. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. you got Westfields.
1: They got the Kipper Ring. Yeah. The, the, the Peninsula Fair or whatever just over there. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. But this is the thing they could do. I mean, it would be it would, somewhere that does have decent tra- public transport now, like like at North Lakes, for example. Yeah. With the bus terminal, yeah. I mean, they could do shuttles from there exactly, and which would enable people from all over Brisbane or whatever to come in exactly. You like know,
2: West that Westfields at North Lakes is yep. two seconds off a highway. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Anyone coming from anywhere, get on yep. the Gateway, get on the Bruce, whatever it is. Yep. Fucking park your car in. Yep.
1: Fuck, yep. I hope they come in. Yeah, and, shut- sh- and then do shuttles from Kipper Ring Station yeah. as well, which is only like, yeah, you know, it's probably only 10, 15 minutes walk anyway, yep. but, you know,
2: do shuttles. I'd, I would never change teams ever, 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 ever. Yeah, no, neither. But I would take my boy mm-hmm. to every Dolphins game that I possibly could. Yep. Yep, same.
1: Yeah. And it also, and, you know, it's, it's a great thing to do with your kid, but also it's a great thing to do to support footy. But it's also a, a, also a great way to, you know, hopefully you know position Brisbane on the end of a fucking fat cock. Correct. Which is, you know, what, what we all want, really. Yes. <laughs> um, finally. Jesus Christ, there's a lot of news. There is a lot of news. Well, there's a lot of us talking shit on a lot of news. <laughs> um, oh, the, this one's not really, really, there's not really a lot of news um, from last week, from, uh, you know, post this story from last week. Per se, it's played out about as much as it had by now. By the time we went to air last week, but the speculation um, that the uh, the ablest convicted wife beater with suspect knees, and Fenua Blake would be off to the Warriors has indeed come to pass, and he will be going to the Warriors. And uh, best of luck to him. Because I'd there be- are
2: no bikies in New Zealand.
1: Exactly. Well, the gangs that he came up in aren't there, I suppose. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's. That's my understanding of the situation is, you know, he was up you know, up in gangs, left them when his footy career kicked off. That's been constantly problematic mm-hmm. because honestly, I mean, the, the more, <clears throat> if he'd gone for more money, it would have been easier to say that. Yeah. But the fact is he's gone for exactly the same amount of money, which is fucking good money. And he was on good money. He was going to be on good money and he's on the exactly same good money for the next t- three years. Yeah. So. As with all people, when they when they take the jersey off, fuck him. <laughs> Not so much fuck him, but it's just kind of like, yeah, who I don't, you know, I don't this, care.
2: This is one of those ones that you find it, you find it hard to hate on the situation at all. But yeah. I also find it hard to have positive feelings about it. It's just something that happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you like oh, if if I want to look at it positively, it's just you know by sheer by sheer chance yep. that finally Persecco has looked good this year, and then last week he was fucking great. You know, one of the best players on the field, and it's about time that a 197 centimetre tall, 120 fucking kilo guy realised he is of that size yes. and used it, and and he's looking fucking great. Um,
2: freeze up some money for you to get uh, foreign and Tolman.
1: Well, look, I mean, foreign, yeah, you know, is it's a it's a great deal if he can. If, all I want is 14 games out of him what? because he's because the amount of money that we we're going to pay him allegedly is. Probably about the same that, like, I can't like fucking Croker or some, or one or one yeah. of those plotters that we released. I'd say, so,
2: I, I fucking hope, I fucking hope that Kieran Foreign is the start of a revolution in player contracts. And it goes. Well, I mean, what's he, yeah. What's, by that, by that oh, you mean
1: it, like having incentives built in for. Look,
2: not necessarily incentives, but here's or your. Or conditionals contract. based on. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And if you don't do this, that you would don't be great. get this. And if, yep. and if he takes it, yep. clubs go. Oh. ooh, we can do this. Mm-hmm. How many clubs out there at the moment have people on their books that are injured, that are underperforming. Yep. That you know do amazing things in contract year and then yeah. fuck and off like back the and, their and, shell. And,
1: and like if he plays like he did for the Dogs, yep. Every every time he took the field this year, which was yep. about like 18 games. It, was, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't yeah. If he plays that well I am so happy for him yep. to enrich himself and his family. Yes. Because that's That's a player that's fucking, you know, earning their money. Yep. Um, the only thing I think is how salary caps would work in that situation because you would really have to have your cap... The cap value would probably have to still be the the value with the incentives met because otherwise, what if you... You know what I mean? Like if they did meet all the incentives, mm-hmm. targets... Mm-hmm. And they weren't all... You know, then you're over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so there wouldn't be any immediate well, the, the sort way, of cap relief would, on that, I think,
2: but... True. But then also, I'd say, it would even affect the following year. Yeah. So that if you have to offload them, you yeah. don't have to pay as much freight. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, so that... And Paseca's, start. Paseca's been extended for three years uh, today, I believe. I don't know if it's signed, but it's going to happen. Um, the foreign thing, who knows? But, I mean, I think... The thing that this year, especially for Manly, has has shown, is like a, it's not a thirteen or seventeen man game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need like fucking thirty, <laughs> you need thirty fucking players, and yeah. so you don't, so you don't have to put yeah the Morgan Boyles and the fucking Lachlan Croakers and and co on the field <clears throat> because you don't have them in your squad. The idea, I mean, you need so even if Warren was like it a, played a, a role of like a fourteen. And then if someone in you know, a halves is injured, then he can roll in. Just as as added depth and experience. And especially we're going to be having a lot of young guys coming up in key roles like Cast and Schuster mm. and people like that that are, are young guys in playmaking roles. Yes. Just for that value online, I'm mm-hmm. totally there. Tolman, I don't know if that'll happen. I don't think it'll happen. And if it did, you know what? At the end of the day, you've got to have fucking four props. In the side, and, and if he's if he's prop four of four, I'll
2: tell you what, especially in this day and age where no try could be a try if you don't take a kick. Exactly. Well, he's a fucking expert exactly at not taking kicks,
1: exactly, mm. exactly. But, um, look, last week just tap and go, last week 232 meters,
2: mm-hmm.
1: fucking beast.
2: Yeah, there you
1: go. <laughs> I'm gonna without looking back over his stats over the rest of the year because I don't, I'm not a stats guy. But I'm going to assume that he does that every week, in yeah. which case. But honestly, if he if he was like prop four or four, like yeah. he's if he's the worst prop in the team and comes on and he's like the chain, interchange, yeah, you know, like You're like he,
2: LeBron whinging yeah. that he didn't get the MVP because all people do is look at stats and figures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but honestly, if if he if he's like the if he was the worst prop on the roster. Mm. Then that's that's fine because mm-hmm. I mean he still has like he still has a high work he doesn't offer much in attack at all I mean mm-hmm. like yeah, of course he doesn't but what
2: a, what a fucking contrast though yep like Tolman going to Manly mm-hmm. is a joke yep yet Tamau going to the Tigers yep is a get yeah and I think that's all to do with the attitude of the person
1: oh it's all to do with the attitude of the 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 fan base too I think not at all. Because Tamau is beloved
2: by the Panthers, but that's exactly what I'm saying. That's what what made him beloved is his, is his attitude. He's the one footy player. If you go over everyone in the NRL at the moment, like who was the cunt that opened his house up during the bushfires? Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, but I mean, like that sort of stuff. But I think that goes a long way to showing the humility of him. He came from a premiership winning side. Yep. Representative level prop, mm-hmm. and he's happy to play that supporting role. Yep tolman hasn't done that at the dogs
1: but i don't think he's i don't think he's come out and said yeah you know, he hasn't done anything to say oh yeah he's a shit person or oh i know, you know uh, like that but- The dif- the difference is it's completely different narratives and the narrative with tolman is is that des despite getting the team to the finals every year including two grand finals mm. he's the one that cunted the team when he hasn't been there for three years and and Tolman is like some is is somehow like you know he's like yeah Des's golden boy or something from mm. that era like from yeah. three years ago yeah, yeah and so they're like and because the dogs can't they can't understand that they're a shit club with no culture shit players and all of the signings that they've done since Des left have been fucking shit mm. they still can't get over that because they haven't had success since Des they can't get they can't
2: I'm not talking about they can't the get fan past it.
1: That's what no. I'm saying. am saying that's that's the narr- that's the narratives and how the two and how they're spun. Like you're spinning the narrative of Tamau no, no, that no. way, I'm, which I'm is talking true
2: about how Manly fans are reacting to Tam- to Tolman potentially coming to the club.
1: I haven't seen Man- No, I haven't. Seen- There's doggies fans reacting to Tolman. It's like ha ha sucked in Tolman. Manly fans are saying shit.
2: And that's t- what dogs fans and, are saying. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, fuck. And then. Then I'm talking about. Manly
1: fans haven't said anything about it yet, but, and they won't until it happens. Ah. Uh, Believe me, the sample size—the of the last couple fans of days talking about there being I'm, you. No, I'm talking about the I'm, not accurate. I'm talking about the largest and most toxic fucking user forum mm. in the history of rugby league. The light, like mm. by far. Okay, you think Facebook boot groups are fucking bad? <laughs> Let me tell you, you ain't seen shit. Oh really? This, oh, it is fucking hilarious. I only go there after losses, just to watch cunts fucking implode, and. Oh, the, oh my god, the, the things that come out of their mouth it's just fucking hilarious. And you just go in there and just go, Okay Just I I'm just going I'm just in there with my thing just fucking taking receipts. Okay. <laughs> People it's it's like imagine that Penrith, I am not, not gonna name the fucking moron, but you, that Penrith fan yes. that gives you Imagine like a forum with hundreds and hundreds upon hundreds of those. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it, but, it, but even but even then, but I'm saying even then, Tom is not really. A, they're still they're still fixated on foreign at this point. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's and even and with the foreign, that's like you know fifty fifty sort of you know either but way.
2: Okay, even that one. Yeah. You know that while they're both not forwards. Yep. It's still a distinct comparison because foreign should be going to that club. Yes. performing a very similar role to what Tamau would do going to the Tigers. Yes. Although, knowing the Tigers, they'd probably have him as a starting prop and lose <laughs> all fucking value out of getting him. Yeah. But, you know, it it should be... Manly fans should be reacting as, if we get him for the right money, exactly as you said, if yep. we get him for the right money, for how many games a season we're going to get out of him, it's a good... get. We're get by buying his experience, mm-hmm. not... Him as the linchpin of a fucking attacking team.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like the way he plays the game, like kamikaze, fucking like. But let's just say running ball playing, you know, running to the line, fucking skill, sco- you know. Well, the latest that's that's with, what that's what Shoe, that, that's a, that's the sort of thing that Shoes through is anyway. So I mean, he's the perfect guy to raise this this the latest intro.
2: latest thing I've heard is that Des wants him at hooker. Yeah,
1: and that's possible too. I mean,
2: because doing a lot of tackling is something that's definitely good for Kieran Foran. Yeah, fifty I mean, a
1: game. Yeah, but I mean, you look, you see when he gets when he gets injured though, it's never in it's never in defence. Yeah, true. It's always yeah. scoring a try or something yeah. like that you because know, he just fucking he, the, the poor. He just goes too fucking hard. That's like, He's just a he, fucking missile. He yeah. just goes too hard. But um, I saw it in an article about um four, and and it's the first time I've ever seen any utterance of it. But they were saying that um yeah, like you know, he could be used in hooker. Because obviously, yeah, he he can pass perfectly fine, mm. and he's and he's you know good in defence. Yep. But um, they're talking more about Fainu, and they were saying that there was talk of getting because of delays in the judicial process due to COVID. Yeah. There was talk of getting some sort of fucking like oh, what would you call it? Like a a relaxation of the. relaxation of the stand down or you know whatever Mm. due to that Mm. and so i don't know with the whole re-signing of family for two years even though it's kind of like a no risk sort of situation and it saved them you know a lot of money like 300 grand or whatever still in my mind i was kind of like you'd fucking want to be confident that he's getting off to, you know, and like you know, to even do it, and I mean, mm. I understand it's also to keep the you know, there's three other fanos in the in the squad that are that are all guns, and you know, so you want to keep them sweet as well. But at the same time, it's still like you'd want to be fucking sure. And I'm wondering, you know, what they've got going in the back in the background with legal teams. Yeah, you know, and and they, they they've got some sort of thought that they you know, there's a chance that they might be able to swing back in earlier than yep. July. So I don't know, but um, interesting times ahead. And I definitely hope that, um, AFB goes great over the Warriors and doesn't snap his Achilles or anything like that. Recaps. Fucking long one this week. Um, Thursday night, of course, the match of the, the match of the round it could be the match of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, do- the doggies twenty six to feed the rabbits sixteen at ANZ Stadium. The uh, doggies tries to Tim Lafai, Reema Smith, uh, Raymond Fatala, Mariner, and Chris Smith. Avrilo, three conversions, um, Brandon Wakeman one conversion and a penalty goal to Avrilo, defeating the rabbits sixteen. Tries to Jackson Paulo, Campbell Graham, Alex Johnson, two of three conversions to Adam Reynolds.
2: Fast start by the dogs. That's essentially what this game came <laughs> down to, mixed with a sin bin. But the dogs came Fucking out... Fucking
1: crazy <laughs> fast. It's like what the rabbits did to the tigers the yeah, week before. that's it.
2: And that wasn't helped by the fact that in reply to that, the bunnies were just errors upon error upon error upon error to start with and just yep. never really got into the rhythm yep. of the game. And by the time they were in there... The doggies were twenty points in front. Exactly, and they didn't have like there was that small capitulation, like where the rabbits hit back with a couple very quickly, and I thought, oh fuck, here we are. Okay, here we go again.
1: Yeah, I mean they they once w- once they started scoring tries, and I mean like scoring in in air quotes with that yeah. first try that wasn't a try, but then they started throwing them on pretty quickly. Yeah, and then I know I was fucking furious yes. at that point. I was like, here we go, it's going to happen again. These motherfuckers. No lead is too big. Mm. No start is too, is too head. Yes. And they're going to... Because let me tell you, there's nothing... I mean, them losing was so expected in this game. Yes. But to have a 20-0 lead and blow it, I mean, absolutely... That would have been the final thing. Yeah. To the, kill, final the fuck the, you, the, dogs. the final thing that popped the fucking aneurysm that would take my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the difference seemed to be the dog's first contact has been fucking woeful for most of this season, mm-hmm. late in sets and late in games. They didn't fix their first contact so much, but they scrambled better around it. So it's like, almost like a whole team of fucking James Maloney's that would just do enough to slow down the progress of the ball before two other guys could get in and effectively finish the tackle.
1: Well, the thing that's typified them lately in like literally the last except for the Manly game, which for some reason they weren't fucking in. I mean, they could have won that and put it all beyond all doubt. But the four games or whatever it was before that is that they were awesome in the first half, massive in the first half, mm. came out with a lead. And then there was this period of capitulation and just general, like just lethargic play in the first qu- first half of the second half. Mm. And in all of those previous games, they never overcame it. and mm. it just be- and, and they just got rolled. This one given you know it was their kind of their last chance they dug in south looked fucking like the, well all over them and looked like you know they had several top opportunities to score and you know just fell short mm-hmm. but they actually, they somehow somehow managed to to ride it out yeah and then they got their second win <sighs> ultimately ultimately scoring the try to yeah the the uh, you know put them in front for good and uh and you know, extended their lead to the point where the rabbits couldn't get them. So uh look, well done dogs. The dog the job's not finished. We're relying on results. One more mathematical one more, yeah. The Broncos have a mathematical chance of not getting a spoon. Mm. And it's really the only interesting narrative of the entire last round. With the eight being decided, with the top two being decided.
2: What else is left to be decided? Four and five yeah three, four yeah and five we yeah,
1: decided three four five and there's some there's some sh- there's some shuffling to be done down Fuck. down the bottom as well take
2: a week for a rule change when you can still have three three to five yeah
1: but they're only doing the rule change for a couple of games they're only doing it Are for they- games that aren't yeah they're only ah, doing it for okay. like the the broncos game that was one of them so Fuck. yeah yeah so like the most the, the most critical game Jesus. with the most writing on it so I'm just hoping that, like, you know, fucking Talmalolo or something is the prince of one of these new rules, yeah. and just, yeah, you know, that's it. But yeah. Anyway, off like those just, teams for now. But fucking hell, mm. doggies, you did a job. I was very happy for you that you did a job, did the job, and I even said to a Rabbit supporter on on Twitter, I said I will not call for South to be kicked out of the competition for 14 days excellent. due due to this excellent fucking solid you did. Excellent, for the world of rugby
2: league. Nice tweets, Johnny, in the Facebook group said it took the pride of the league to show you cunts how it's done. It's
1: true. Hashtag fuck the Broncos. Massive respect.
2: Bethany said mad respect to Souths for doing their duty where the Tigers, Warriors, Raiders, Titans, and Manly all shirked their responsibilities. Hashtag fuck the Broncos. Andrew said I can't believe that after 40 plus years of hatred I'm actually cheering for the dogs. Oh, wait a minute. Hashtag fuck the Broncos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the real team.
2: (laughs) Uh, One-Eyed Tiger said, Fuck the Broncos, LOL at South, 2020 redemption. Uh, Barry Bear, who, um, with his handle on Twitter, at NSBearChina, also means... Interesting. <laughs> also means that the Broncos now have the fucking worst fan in China as well. <laughs> Congratulations on losing Everything your fucking club has touched. You reverse Midas cunts. (laughs) Uh, But Barry Bear said, the most annoying side in the NRL get done by the Bulldogs putting the Broncos last. What a glorious day. Hashtag fuck the Broncos. And uh, our good friend Fat Harry Lazy said, and with that, Uncle Wayne just wiped his wrinkly old cock across Paul White's forehead.
1: (laughs) That's that's it. it. Okay, the uh, Panthers 32 defeat the Cowboys 12 at, uh, at the abattoir up there. Um, the Panthers 32 came from tries to To'o, Crichton, Mansour, Luai, Kikau, and Naden. Uh, Cleary, four of six conversions. Uh, the Cowboys 12 tries to uh, Taboy Fidow and Kyle Felt and Valentine Holmes, two of two conversions.
2: It was a much better start from Penrith uh, for the last couple of weeks there their beginnings had let them down. Either they were starting to leak points early or they'd put, you know, a try on and then really have nothing. Uh, But it was a much more focused start from them. And they got back to what they were doing when they were really rolling. They're not quite at that level again, though. But they just played a territory game and they played it exceptionally well.
1: Did they? And the Cowboys had fucking nothing to offer in return. Yeah, that's which it. makes me feel really fucking nervous yeah, for this true. week coming up.
2: But look, the, the Cowboys came back in the second half and were a much more focused team, and they gritted themselves into points.
1: Yeah, but you know, I mean, it was sort of, you know it was gone by that. You know I mean, yeah, it, it, it was it was well gone by that point. And,
2: oh no, yeah. early early in the second half. You know, if they'd have put on two or three very quick ones, yeah, but
1: I mean, that's that's the point. I mean, they never look like they're going to put on two or three very um, quick ones.
2: Well, and and a lot of shit wasn't, you know, they're doing so much. It was more like you know Edwards had his, uh, you know, at least one dropped yep. bomber game. There was that patch where we couldn't catch a kick. Yeah, uh, I thought McLean was really good for the Cowboys. You know, he's sort of been a little bit underwhelming ever since he went up there. He, he came from the storm as an absolute fucking gun forward. Broke his, broke his leg in a trial, or was it in the nines? In a trial. Uh, I think it was a trial. Yeah. Um, and really hasn't seen any of his former heights. but I thought he was very, very good in this game. Uh, just couldn't deal with penis precision. Clinical performance. Eerie of Cleary. Tristan in the Facebook group said, Can this Cowboys team beat Brisbane? Sickening to think that the one thing that can redeem 2020 rests on their shoulders. Is it too late for short-term player loans? If Penrith loaned their top 17 to the cows for one week and (laughs) vice versa, it would be win-win for both their round 20 games. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Chris said, From avoiding the wooden spoon 12 months earlier to minor premiers, I think I speak for most Penny fans when I say how proud I am of the lads. Able to unite behind the hashtag of the year, and the half-back of your dreams. Hashtag Eerie of Cleary. Oh. And Ben noted also that the surface at Townsville looks like the face of a pimply teenager. It was kind of fucked, wasn't it?
1: It's been fucked since day one, though. Mm. And no reason for it. No. Like, no other sport's happening. Yeah. Occasionally, there's a Cowboys game. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Sort of
2: shit. You know... Fucking sunshine all the time. Well, this
1: I, I understand that, like, newly laid surfaces can be, you know, problematic. And, but the thing is, you had the fucking... So it was, the, the ground was ready to go for the season opener against the Broncos. Yeah. Then there was a massively long break. Like, how does grass
2: need a longer off-season than players? Yeah, yeah, fuck me. Uh, and Hayden, finally, said it was just a training session for the Panthers. Let's hope the Cowboys use this game as a learning curve and warm up for next week's must-win game against the Broncos. Hashtag, fuck the Broncos. Nice. Thank you, Hayden.
1: That's it. The Eels 26 defeat the Broncos 12 at uh, Wankbest. The Eels uh, tries to Ferguson, Sivo a double to Gutherson and uh, dry field, Moses three of five conversions defeating the Broncos 12 uh, tries to David Fafita, Herbie Farmworth, and uh, two conversions to Katoni Stags. The but- second most anticipated game of the round.
2: Yes. Uh, and, look, we've got the result we wanted. Yeah. Taking all of that out of the equation and... That, Paramount
1: is still cooked.
2: Yeah. Uh, having come from a, a staggering offense the last a while, mm-hmm. they they didn't seem to want to play together. And I'll make the same comment here that I made about them after the Penrith game. If you look comparatively at the good teams, if you look at Kiri, if you look at yep. Cleary, those guys... The team is with them with everything that they do. They make moves and the team are with them. Moses looks like he's on his own and there's a much longer period of time between him trying to do something and the rest of the team catching on to what he's trying to do.
1: It's because the team is with Dylan Brown. Maybe. Oh, no. Like, statistically speaking, you look at their attack and the average Mm. points scored per game Mm. with and without. Mm. And Moses is not the most important guy in that team. Mm. Unless he's in combination with, you know.
2: Yeah. Although, think again, think back to before he got injured. Yep. He was fucking dominant running up short sides. Like, he was absolutely picking teams apart. And there was a cohesion in the attack on that right-hand side mm. that's gone now. Like, yeah. I, I've got no fucking idea what it is. I can't pinpoint any moment. Maybe para fans can pinpoint a game where they saw something fucked up. Or maybe it was his injury that... But I don't like I like, think
1: I don't it, I, I think it's I, I think it's it's the same situation. Like you take one, you take one of the. You got two dominant halves in the side. Mm. You take one of them out, mm. and then yeah, you don't have to worry about two sides. You know, you don't have to worry about you know the other side. Maybe. Like Field's a good player. Yep, but he's not. He's not a great player, and I mean, he's, yeah. I don't think he's thrown fear into anyone's hearts. Yeah. So. Uh,
2: no, not at all. But yeah, gone, gone. I think is the uh, the fear factor with the eels. You know, teams coming up against Melbourne, the Roosters, and Penrith.
1: I think weeks ago too. Like it wasn't even not even close. Like yeah. I'm fucking two fucking months yep, ago, man. Like, But
2: again, if they'd have put fifty on the Broncos, yep, then that's oh okay, they're clicking, they're to What what a romp.
1: Yeah, but it's also it's the Broncos. Too, I know, at the same time, I know.
2: Right? But the Roosters put fifty on. them.
1: Yeah, and the Roosters put fifty on them recently when they've been trying. So that to me is an actual real ominous yeah. performance with Roosters with had about fucking seven people out, yeah, and they and they were yeah. like 50, 58 on them mm. or whatever. When the Broncos are in the period of time where they're getting these twenty six to twelve losses because they're actually putting in and trying, yes, you know exactly,
2: <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ross in the Facebook group said, "Have there ever been a greater bunch of whinges than the Eels?" Every second tackle, the guy plays it and yells at the ref for some perceived injustice. Fergo and Blake, every time they attack Yeah, Gutho
1: too. He's terrible for it. It, It's fucked.
2: And Moses as
1: well. Moses is crazy. Arms up every fucking tackle.
2: Uh, So no, there has never been a greater bunch of whinging cunts. Mitch said, fuck the round 20 Queensland cripple fight of Cowboys versus Donkeys has just become the most important game of 2020. I'll take shit I never thought I'd say for 200. Thanks, Alex. (laughs) Uh, Ryan said, that was the AIDS-est AIDS fest I've seen in a while. And as a Bunnies fan, I've seen some serious AIDS. And Hammers said, I've had asthma attacks more threatening than Parramatta's attack. (laughs) I should just let all the listeners know that Hammers refers to any situation where anyone that's within a metre of him not being able to breathe, technically to him, that's an asthma attack. Yeah. So let your imaginations run wild.
1: Well, yeah. Or you just spell it out and say...
2: He likes choking. Dude likes choking.
1: (laughs) He likes to choke a (laughs) bitch. We've all got our things that fucking get us there faster. (laughs) You done with the tweets? Yes. The Gold Coast Titans, 42, defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 24 uh titans double to aj brimson oh he's alexander how long has he been alexander i even saw it on a team list the first time i noticed it was on the team list this week yeah. i was like oh okay he's uh he's doing all the the since he's not the joey lair thing or a, the
2: he's not auditioning for a part in the australian version of full house i don't like know that, that seems like a fucking child actor in the 90s name I
1: don't know. Corey Thompson, uh, Young Tonema Pay with double. Sam Stone, Kevin Proctor, and Tremaine Spry. uh, Taylor, five of eight conversions. Manly, a double to Jet Ski. A daily Cherry Evans and Taniella Paseka with tries. Cherry Evans, four of four conversions. Actually, a fucking can of an afternoon this was. I was playing fucking Fall Guys on PlayStation. Mm. What a frustrating fucking game that is. I nearly put my fucking controller through the fucking screen. Really? And. I was so fucking angry. And then I had to sit back and I go, is it the game that's making me angry? And the answer was, no, it wasn't this game. It was that fucking game on the PlayStation. <laughs> it fucking, oh my God. If you, oh, I know I know people listen to the show right now. They fucking love that game. And I'm sure that I, I, I will too if I give it more time. But man, it's not the learning curve. It's the aggravation curve. When you're new to it and don't know what to do, yeah, okay, it's so fucking high. It's oh my! It pushes all my buttons in the worst wrong way. And let's get back to the game. The Titans, you know, they played they played fairly well, but I mean, also they they capitalised on three or four single play, yeah, you know, dumb country or yeah. or or more to point. Just I think just laziness. Yep, and that was more than the entire margin of the entire of of the actual match. And I mean, look, I can understand that you know it's the end of the season and you know not making the finals and things like that. But it's very—I don't—I don't like it when teams, you know, put the cue in the rack, and like you know that's that's a sort of you know like we have we've spoken about in the show before. Like, you know, I don't like seeing players fucking smiling and you know that sort of shit you know off the field after a loss. And like you know, I like them to actually take that shit personal and you know be filthy at losing. And it's it's the same sort of thing. Like I don't like players sort of clocking off towards the end of the season. I mean, it has been good in the sense that it it's kind of I don't know. Like the the pecking order in the club, and like the players who are truly valuable have sort of put their put their hands up. um, With uh, like you know Cherry Evans having like it's he's having almost a career fucking year. Mm. Statistically, one of the best halfbacks in the competition, if not the best. But with fucking farmers all around him, it's been absolutely fucking wasted. Um, Paseka stood up, as I said earlier, when we were talking about re-signing him. Jetski has stood up a lot since he hasn't had to play center from for half a game. I mean, so I think it, I, I hadn't... I'd never thought that he'd be the guy that would cement his role, but I think he cemented his place for next year, you know, at the expense of, you know, the departing Joel Thompson or one of the Plod Squad, uh, Corey Waddell or Morgan Boyle, one of those. He's definitely got his spot there. Um, the Titans... Still, you know, on the up, and they're a team—the complete opposite. They haven't put the Q in the rack because Manly is, you know, suffering their worst injury toll in history and their worst season in history. But we're on the same amount of points as the Titans before this game. The Titans having their best season in history, Mm. and it's like you know, it's obviously perspective of fan bases and the and the dedication to excellence and the expectations you set for your teams. Yep. But the Titans fans—they're having the best season in their entire history. Yes. And um. Yeah, you know, I'm they're, they're very welcome to it. I hope they enjoy it. Uh it's looking like I mean like you know, AJ Brimson's turning out to be uh, you know, a decent player. Young hmm Um young has realized his value and, <laughs> and and apparently won't be re signing with them unless they fucking show him the money. Yeah. And remember when he when he came and it was like on a on a train and trial yeah. and sort of deal. And I said I said back then, no, no, he should be on a fucking Give him whatever he wants to yes. deal. And he's since come through and proven you know more than proven his was value. Was that
2: was that under Holbrook?
1: Yeah. It was this year.
2: Yeah, okay. That that might be the time that his hard arsery has bitten him a little bit where it was, you know, if you'd have shown a bit of faith, maybe he would have just re signed with you. Whereas because you're a cunt
1: Yeah, yeah I mean I mean, not no I'm not saying he's he was a cunt though either. I mean it was probably like he come oh, back from, he's come back from his mission and he's No, no, no. no. That Holbrook was. Yeah, yeah, say, Yeah, I don't think Holbrook. I mean, Holbrook's years. Look, you've been knocking doors for two years. It's hardly the fucking strength yeah. and conditioning and cardio for rugby league. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so, yeah. so you know, let's see what you've got. I mean, yeah. I understand you, you. Your fitness is probably high because you've been riding a bicycle for fucking two years. But. Well,
2: if you know, <laughs> taking everything I've seen of Mormons. Yeah. They're either fucking doing karate on evil porno producers. <laughs> or fighting fucking gangs of African rebels, so you
1: know, cunts fit. <laughs> did I tell you William Hopperwadi knocked on my door when he was doing his thing? Did he? Yeah, the only time I ever answered it, <laughs> to <till> a Mormon. Uh, <laughs> only time <you>
2: say digger.
1: <laughs> no, because this is before I'd seen Book of Mormon. It was oh. probably I wouldn't have been before it was out because it's been out for a little while, hasn't it? But it was certainly well before it ever made its way to my consciousness. Nice. I did because I didn't. I I didn't listen to any or know until like. Last year or whenever I saw it. My
2: thing is now when Mormons come, I bring them inside and I sit them down and I show them the episode of South Park. (laughs) And I just say, tell you what, if you sit down and watch this, then you can give me any spill you want after it, but you've got to watch it. (laughs) And they just, they leave.
1: Without a word. Without a word.
2: I don't don't think I'm fucking changing anyone's mind.
1: No, all all you're doing is, is telling them... That no matter what we this is a this is not a this is not a, a valued use of our time yeah this is this is never <laughs> will never change this guy's mind yep. there's nothing we can say a
2: couple of them declined like i think they thought it was a bit weird that i wanted to become a watcher or technology. they or they knew like yeah that's it
1: that's i remember when i when i was living in japan we used to you know we, we would stick it you know, being white we would stick out like fucking dog's balls walking down the street in a big city, and then to be Mormons across the road, needs to get like dog balls because they're in the black trousers yeah. and the white, you know, wheeling bicycles. And I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. They come in. and they come up and they're trying to like relate to you, like on what they think are like your terms, like yeah. like you, you say, yeah, they ask you, know, like asking, you know, how you're doing and you, you know what are you doing? And yeah, you know, in Japan, you tell them, and they go, like, oh, that's 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 a that's radical, man. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> that's so money. Yeah, oh, that's so money. I'm <laughs> like. Okay, I'm Australian, and uh, you know I'm young, and you, that's the terminology apparently that is going to allow you to relate me to relate to you more and receive the fucking word of you know Joseph Smith. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Massive tangent there. <laughs> but, In conclusion,
2: <laughs> fuck Manly, fuck the Titans even harder. What an abortion of a game.
1: Yeah, and have higher standards for yourself, Titans. This is not this. This is not the end for you. This is not the goal. You're not at the finish line. If you're not first, you're last. Yeah. And at the moment, I'm feeling like last. Mm. Titans, you shouldn't be feeling like first. You should be feeling like last as well. Indeed. And uh, and do better next year. Yes. Tweets.
2: Darren said, Manly fans, everything will be okay when Turbo comes back. Ha, 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 ha. When do we start calling Turbo the Shane Watson of the NRL, or does Dugan keep that title?
1: I'm gonna say I'm not the most, I'm not the, the most learned person on Twitter. On cricket, sorry, I don't, I don't, so I don't know what Shane Watson's thing was. I don't know. If was I remember, he was like the blonde. Injuries. I remember he was like the blonde guy, and 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 he was he was a decent player. Yeah, he had he had.
2: If I remember, wasn't he one of the fucking Cancers that didn't want to do his fucking homework, or like when the coach asked them oh, after no they'd idea. gotten ass raped, yeah. like everyone write down I couldn't tell three you. I things. don't follow
1: cricket to that level, so
2: I might be wrong. Yeah,
1: but you know, I don't to understand to the reference. Basically, say, yeah,
2: write three things you're going to work on your own game. And about. if he's talking
1: about like Josh Dugan, I mean, he's like it was, it was, it was Shane Watson like you know injured all the time something. I, I don't feel no, like he's he was. Saying,
2: but... It depends. If okay. what if Watson was actually just biscuited and injured all the time and fucking yeah. useless and taking up a spot and money that someone else could have gotten yeah then that's effort face if he was just you know a ball would go too close to him and he'd clutch at his finger and be like oh i need three weeks off and a green whistle that's doogs yeah i don't, so I don't know Ed. i don't understand the reference so elaborate but
1: uh simon don't you know firstly don't fucking talk cricket in this in this dojo fuck cricket <laughs> could you suck my fucking dick.
2: <laughs> uh, Simon said, thank fuck for the Broncos. Just watch this manly puss and still get a smile on my face. Hashtag yep. fuck the Broncos. I'm with you. Hammers said, Titans, thrun the fuck through that woeful manly side. Fucking woeful. That fucking comment was woeful.
1: It was. Like, they need to fix that throw. You know what? I'm not going to take them seriously as a club until they get rid of that fucking... I mean, that thrun that through shit is Oh, no. Just-
2: I'm just saying, like, you know, oh, he could, yeah. When when a team beats one of the hosts' teams, yeah, that's your chance to fucking go go come mega correct, run. son.
1: Yeah, especially come when correct. especially when he he went off his fucking tits on on social media was it last week with the bron when they At beat the, the Broncos? Broncos? Yeah, yeah. So so we know he's got it in in him, but exactly. he's just too know. much of a little bitch.
2: Mm. Oh, you know what it is? What's He's put all his effort into cropping a Leonardo DiCaprio head oh. to make an amusing profile picture.
1: Oh, and
2: doesn't have any inspiration left for actual proper yeah. comments.
1: It's an excellently photoshopped picture too. It looks real. I truly do think that Leonardo DiCaprio in Django Unchained <laughs> <laughs> coaches the Titans this year at a pre- <laughs> and is sitting there at a post-match presser. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. such is basically. your
1: technical proficiency in the digital manipulation of photos stick to polymers cunt.
2: uh graham said tom is just a less talented more broken moylan
1: that's yes. fucking ridiculous less broken more talented
2: Oh, uh, i don't know uh dev said it's taken Des less than two seasons to turn the Sea Eagles into the NRL Bulldogs. And he quoted both clubs. Well done, Dev. Tweet of the year. Contribution of the year. MVC tied up. Uh, JDHD44. You're out, cunt.
1: Firstly, you're out, cunt. And secondly, we are not fucking playing off the spoon with the Broncos. So he's got a bit of work to be done yet. Uh,
2: underscore JDHD44 said that Tom Trajobicocky is made of Tim Tams from the neck down, dead set. Yes, he is. Fuck that cunt. If he played for my club, he would be marked never to play again.
1: I'll tell you what. I mean, it's just footy and he's not going to be out for very long, but I fucking got massive issues with fucking Frederick Fitler, Esquire, going like literally the fucking next day, mm. going... Congratulations! You're the first one in the Origin side for 2020. Good on him. Fuck that fucking barge, barge ass little cunt. How about you say, look, mate, you need to fuck. You know, look. There's there's two ways to look at it. One way is fuck that shit because I mean Origin. You know, I, I would like him to have a full off season. Like I'm not too worried about the shoulder thing because thank fuck it wasn't his hamstring. The time I was really nervous was when he was chasing that fucking break down the left hand side. I can't remember who it was that was making the break, but they were fucking like gone, mm. and he and he hauled him back in. And I was like, "That is the sort of stretch out fucking hellful leather." No, it's changing chase. direction that gets him, isn't it? Well, that's that hasn't past. But I mean, when you come back from a hamstring, I mean, any fucking thing where you're stre- full pelt stretching out, yeah. you know, that's what, that's when you're going like, ah, oh, fuck. But so on one hand, I'm like, fuck that, I want a full off season with no fucking in- interruptions to come back yeah. fresh. But on the second hand, I'm like, well. Actually, though, with Origin, what well, the games are played like one week apart, aren't they? Yeah. And there's going to be like a certain lead up of training, presumably. You know, following yep. the grand final, they're going to have probably two to three weeks with the. Yep. So I'm like, well, really, that Origin side, if you take it all, you know, it's, let's 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 call it six weeks for argument's sake. Yep. He'll get six weeks with fucking top level physio care and might fix everything. Yeah, exactly. And that that six weeks will be the six weeks of fucking physio, of strength and conditioning that actually saves his career. Jesus. Did you get through all those tweets? Yes. The Roosters 34 defeated the Sharks 18 at the SCG. The Roosters 34, a double to Mitch Orbison in uh, game 300. Uh, Luke here with a double. Daniel Tupo and Joseph Manu also with tries. Flanagan, four of six conversions and a penalty. The Sharks 18, tries to Talakai, the Moot, and uh, Hamlin Ueli. Uh Two conversions to Sean Johnson and one to Sione Katoa. Mm. Orbison made his debut in 2007.
2: It's a long time ago. So because this was just an absolute fucking one-sided affair Uh, I thought it would be you know a little bit fun to go through some things that happened in 2007 in the league Um, so the top point scorer that year was one H. L. Mazri or El Magique makes sense as he was known could score some points
1: could Um, clinical goal kicker and not a wife beater yeah Mm. although that part was disputed or touch and go for a while there Correct, and there's another one. Uh, Thurston
2: won the Dally M. Mm. Well, well before he actually turned the Cowboys into a proper... Like a fucking generation yeah, before. that's yeah. it. Uh, t- well, top, top try scorer was Matty Bowen. Oh, there you go. That that was in that period where it was... Well,
1: Where'd the Cowboys come that year? I can't even... I... Th- this is the team, you know? The, yeah.
2: But they never never actually got there. Um, this is yeah. the team that
1: probably should have won in 2005, but... Yeah, yeah, that's it. So they are probably coming to the end of that window. And you know,
2: you know what else happened? What Tigers finished ninth. That is surprising to absolutely no one. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, pretty much a training run for the Roosters. Uh, it was nice. Orbs got his got the the first try and and then got his double. I've seen a a lot of back and forth on him. He's another one of those guys that I just find it hard to have strong feelings on either way. Like, I can't hate on the guy.
1: I can't imagine why
2: you would. He's just the epitome of vanilla yep. in that, you know, he's was a solid forward who will get in there and tackle his fucking guts out and yep. ruck it up when he needs to. Premiership winning halfback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking indeed. Uh, this, is, this is the thing, I mean, like, are like, oh, you know the, the amount of like people who aren't Easts fans saying, "Oh, he's you know he's the shittest fucking player to play three hundred games." Look, no, he's not. He's in the in the fucking Roosters team. Yeah, that over the last seven years has won three premierships. Yeah, for a player to survive in the seventeen. Yeah, of a club. Yeah, like that. Packed to the fu- a club where you got people like Angus Crichton and stuff that these you know, can't start a game yeah because yeah. Of such as the the, the, the caliber, caliber of the player in the club mm. you, know, you know how they acquire those players is you know is you know you can so, whatever but at the end of the day I mean that guy is fucking proven to have longevity yeah in a in a sport you know lo- longevity as much if not more than most players Do you know what he's proven to be he's proven to be fucking reliable. Reliable and I would de- I, I, and without knowing him I also would say without ego. Yeah. He, to the point where he can sl- slot into the center cuz some guy's injured or he's playing in the you know, in the back row cuz some guy's injured or he's the fucking he's, on the He's bench the
2: with. cunt who when the new fucking rookie gets to the club,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and he just he hears that the rookie's fucking got to move house to get into his new fucking yep. Bondi apartment to do this. Yep. Who fucking shows up at six o'clock, rolls his fucking sleeves up and and moves a couch. Yeah, you know. Um, He's one of those
1: ultimate clubmen. That's it. Who no doubt will have a long, uh, yeah. long a long future doing something. Yeah. With Uncle Nick, exactly, exactly.
2: The Roosters just did exceptionally well here, in rolling down the middle, spreading it wide, and then when they saw opportunities, they took them. You yeah. know how nice is it. That you can rest arguably the best player in the game and not really have it impact your your momentum or, or your play style. Too and not only at all.
1: that, have, you, have you, your centre who's who's deputising for him <laughs> yeah. score a try as well. Yeah. And one of the most inexplicable fucking tries, yeah. and he threw about yeah. five guys who had him held up. I mean, yeah. fuck's sake. Um, The Sharks, though, I said last week that, or was it the week before, that they wouldn't win another game this season. They continue along mate proving me right. Mm. But not only that, they heard what I said and thought, Fucking, how can we make this even locked in harder? Yes. Let's uh let's fuck the Achilles on Snapping Sean Johnson. Achilles,
2: fuck that poor cunt.
1: Terrible, terrible fucking injury, long recovery times, and unsure prognosis for the future for those things. Yeah. The amount of time someone does an Achilles and then and then they do it again. Or or it yeah. just robs them of X percent of their their talent mm. or their athletic ability. Mm. Was that Hodges that did an Achilles? I tell you, if it, I don't know for sure. I can't recall. But I will say that he would probably deserve to. <laughs> 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 um, it's an absolute kind of an injury. And, like, and, and, and Sean Johnson most certainly is not the type of, type of character that I would say deserved it. Um, and, and
2: it was horrifically just one of those sniper yeah. ones. And- Where you just see him drop before contact and he's, oh, okay, that's not good.
1: And how good a bloke is he when he's getting carted off? Do you see when he's getting carted off? Given the weight? And he was, like, fucking crying. Like, yeah. he was crying and you could see he was just like, fuck, you know, my career's over or, like, the year's yeah. over. Like, he's just, his head's just all straight to darkness and he's crying. And um, and then he sort of looked over at his teammates and he's just kind of gone, like, just forced a smile and he's, like, yeah. thumbs up. And he starts doing the thumbs up to people and, like, you know, now nah, yeah. it's all good and everything yeah, as yeah. he's getting carted off. Yeah,
2: yeah. It- it's fucking cruel. And especially yep. for such a unique talent. Yep. Um, you know, it, and I, I don't say this with any disrespect to him, but it's almost like he's not a seven and that there's really no position, you know, he he's something else. Yep. Just the, the way he creates. Uh, yeah, fucking cruel. But uh, dudes don't suck all these fucking whistles, you greedy cunt. That's what a real fucking injury looks like. You fucking half man wannabe. Cunt. Well, yeah, it's
1: not a. Uh, it's it's uh, certainly not a. Uh, yeah, and you're right, Hodges. Yeah, in 2013, yeah, had a, uh, his second rupture to Achilles. Yeah, twice. that's it. And I, th- I think yeah. it
2: was him. I remember speaking about it in an interview. Who said it was the the worst thing about it, because it hurt that badly. Was every time he ran, like the fear would come up in him. Yeah. Yep. You know, and and I've spoken to guys that have done, you know, ACLs, in in real life or riding motorbikes or whatever it is, and they say that that they're walking up and down stairs, yep, and there's a fear, Yeah. Like oh, when I did when I did
1: my I did MCL same same thing. It took it felt like fucking a year, yeah. And even like doing things like like anything like squatting, like you know, like couldn't do squats period. But even just doing like body weight stuff, yep, and like. It's just it's so terrifying to go below a certain point, yeah. Because you you're not sure if you're going to be able to come back up again. It's fucked. Yeah. And then MCL, I think I feel like is like the least of the fucking
2: Mm. yeah. Funnily enough, these days one of the options I've got for ACLs, and I don't know if they do it in sports people or not, Mm. but they take a cadaver's Achilles, Achilles, because
1: they're strong and replace it
2: with that. So to to do an Achilles, yeah, fucked, fucked up, Yeah. yeah, poor guy.
1: Tweets. No,
2: that's the storm. <laughs> um, fuck all tweets for this one because Roosters fans are fucked and so are Sharks fans. Uh, Nigel said life's absolutes, death, taxes, dukes suffering general soreness, and a Roosters three-peat. Yeah, fucking, you'll see.
1: You're going so well.
2: Yeah. Hashtag battlers of the comp. You can. Calm uh, down Riggs button. said just like when it's last call at the pub. Duges realising the Sharks will only be playing two more games and green whistle opportunities are limited this season. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else was shit, so I'm not reading it.
1: <laughs> the Raiders 26, defeat the Warriors 14. GIO Raiders uh, tries to Croker, uh, a double to Volemi. Hudson Young and Nick Kotrick also tries. Croker, uh, two or five conversions and a penalty goal. The Warriors 14, came from a double to Peter Hiku. And uh, Harris Davida with one conversion and two penalty goals.
2: I'm filthy at this game. And only because, as part of a multi, I had the Raiders in a race to 10 points. Oh, and they yeah. And him the Warriors that. just pipped them. It was yeah. like 10 6. Yeah. Dumb cunts. That's,
1: that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the dangers of exotics.
2: It is. Um, yeah, there's antibiotics for most exotics. but Yeah, yeah. This Raiders side, it you know they they're not at the moment putting in 80 minutes and that's all good and well when you you know you're that team and you can get into a shitty situation and grit your way out of it through hard work and determination and get back into the game and find your way back out to a lead but coming into a final series where they're going to be facing much higher quality opposition mm-hmm. you can't you can't have 20 minute lapse periods you know um, that they, they really need this weekend to put in a massive fucking full 80 mm-hmm. to get the momentum to go in. Yeah. And again, set it every round, this Warriors team with fucking nothing to play for, no family, the harshest conditions of you know, maybe any competitive sports team.
1: Has, with the possible caveat played. that you don't like your family and it's actually been fucking amazing and you're playing so good. Well, no, then it's disappointing
2: (laughs) because you should have made the fucking finals to extend your state. Yeah, yeah. So congratulations. But, you know, they started off 0-2, you
1: know, they're behind the eight ball, even when it restarted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, again, to their credit, have have found ways to to show up. But you can see each week their resolve is waning. Mm -hmm. uh, And... And when the Raiders got themselves into this one and got two tries ahead, realistically that was over at that yeah. stage, I think.
1: And I mean, and, and the Raiders were, you know, you yeah, know, it was a good play. I mean, not fortunate, but yeah, there was long range intercepts that, yeah, you know, got. I mean, they, you know, yielded them one try, and got them all the way down for, yeah. for another. So, but uh, but yeah, I thought the Raiders played. They played okay. I mean, Ricky had his uh, had his spit had his spit in the in the press conference. I don't generally watch the press conferences because um, I'm usually on, on Twitter talking shit after a game, but I had to go back and watch this one because I've seen everybody talking about Ricky and what's Ricky done this time. I'm like, oh, fucking, here we go. Let me have a look. Mm. And you could just see, before the first question was asked, you could just see in his eyes, he was primed. Something was coming. Like, he, was, he was already primed. It didn't matter what yeah. was going to be up, but the journalists. They saw he was being primed <laughs> as well. And they're like, "All right, how do I kick this fucking? <laughs> how do I poke this bear and yeah, get what we need?" And it. and they did a masterful job. But uh, yeah, and look, I would agree. I mean, that you know, like White and yeah, you know, probably wasn't a a bin, but and he was he wasn't offside, but um, mm. you know, that's that's footy. You didn't if you had lost the game, I maybe understand the reaction a little bit, but he he just went on. He, the thing is with Ricky, if you wind him up. He'll yeah. just keep going and yeah. going and going. And they don't need to do anything yeah. to get their sound bites because he'll fucking segue into shit. And then he goes, oh, you know, and Graham Annesley, you know, he's a lovely guy. Yeah, but but he and I, are, you know, are, couldn't be further apart in terms of rugby league, you know. like <laughs> Yeah. Like, he just goes and goes. Like, you know
2: what? If you want to hold a grudge, work yep. it fucking properly. Yep. Don't do this thing where your grudge comes out in uncontrollable bursts. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Fuck that guy.
1: And look, he's yeah, Maybe he's just trying to you know finesse things to their favour in you know in finals coming up there. You know, but I don't feel like referees respond to that kind of. What's Annesley doing? Is he sitting down going, oh, oh, Ricky Stewart was my hero.
2: I I think I'm exactly like him in terms of how we view rugby league.
1: Yeah. I mean, I certainly think it does it does work when some of the the elder statesmen or more high profile coaches of the game. Have a massive fucking tirade about a certain issue right before you know, and it puts it. It's, it's puts because a they talk on. about the
2: issue, not not a yeah, person.
1: Yeah, but but Ricky, he comes off such such a fucking whining bitch. Yes, that I feel like the is it's super easy to dismiss. Correct.
2: Fuck him. Uh, Timmy in the Facebook group said this Raiders team won't beat teams like Panther, Storm, Roosters, and most of all the Eels. I don't think you watch the Eels game
1: second cooked discounts in the entire race. Yes.
2: Ben said Raiders pick up another W. Let's see how they switch on during the finals. Great to see them back to back finals appearances. Hashtag Yuri of Papali, hashtag sticky for Ricky. They're both fucking terrible. Um
1: sticky so- for Ricky's actually it's actually not bad if there were call for it. Yeah. Like it's I mean, you know, it rhymes and it's got the you know That's it. You know, it's got some sexual connotations. It ticks, it ticks all the boxes except for the fact that he's undeserving of having a thing about him. Any praise at all. Yeah. yeah.
2: Basically, you've just come up with the Canberra's version of the Viking clap of hashtags. Like, we know what you're trying to do, mm. but you look like, you know, a bunch of fucking people with cerebral palsy trying to do the nut bush. <laughs> uh, Tristan said Whitehead's on field reaction summed up that game. Both teams, commentary, ref, bunker—it was hard to watch. Really sickening to actually be involved. <laughs> How's that? When was the last time you saw a good, like, proper fucking proper spew yeah, proper yak? Yeah, i yeah.
1: like. There's one in my, there's one in my mind, but I cannot fucking remember for the life of me who it was. It wasn't that long ago? Last year, year before, maybe. Yeah. Fucking who was it? I mean, the the reason why it sticks in my mind is because, like, people would that still people would be using that still. On like Twitter as a reaction shot to things. Like, who the fuck was it? Someone who's listening will be able to tell I still remember. I want to say it was like a Broncos player, but I'm not sure.
2: In year seven. Yeah. Gone through. We had a guy, played prop, was a fucking big unit. Yeah. Big unit. And there were some injuries and he had to play double minutes that he was used to. (laughs) (laughs) And we've come in and I was playing hooker. Yeah.
1: I oh, he's acting in a scrum.
2: We've packed in a scrum. Oh. And he was on my right. Yeah. And I could see it coming because uh, he's just, he's like, he didn't know what to he's do. white. And- <laughs> well, he's looked, like he's just turned his head and I'm just motioning with my head like forward, gun, forward, forward. But And he's finally got the message and just sort of like turned his head straight on and projectiled at the kid in front of him.
1: Oh, that's fucking gross.
2: Who was then, well, I don't know if that's a sympathy yak or just that you're throwing up.
1: As I like, turned into like because... the pie eating thing in Gilbert Grape, <laughs> <laughs> <But just laughs> everyone starts throwing up in the scrum. No, it was only the two of them. Because <laughs> so. I would be like that too, like the smell of spew makes me want to spew. Yeah, but imagine that, you're packing a scrum down yeah. and you know, your head down. And some guy's just roughing, roughing all over you.
2: And then he's there, but it like projectiles. Yeah. <laughs> and it was eighty percent. Like he could have picked the flavor of Powerade that he had.
1: Oh, I feel like I feel sick just. But it would have gone
2: it. in his mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was better than this game.
1: <laughs> the Knights forty-two defeat the Dragons eighteen at McDonald Jones. Uh, Knights forty-two tries: the Ponga, Shibasaki, Guerra, Sifidi, uh, a double to Tuala, and uh, Jacob Saifidi also with a try. Mason Lino seven of seven conversions. The Dragons 18 tries a double to Zach Lomax and Corey Norman with a try and three conversions from three attempts to Zach Lomax. Mm. There's not a lot to say about this game. Knights fucking pumped them. The Dragons have been... Uh, uh, once again, they're playing worse than mm. ever since they got rid of Mary. Yeah. They have been going down and down and down.
2: Yeah. Who... <laughs> Who'd have thought? It's almost like just firing your coach doesn't bring wholesale change immediately.
1: Yeah, but I mean, remember remember the last game with their coach, they pulled off a fucking epic upset. Yeah.
2: Hmm. <sighs> if I was a Dragons fan, uh. I would have been absolutely fucking ropeable at the effort. And I watched this game yeah. with a Dragons fan. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and, and he... Even he was disgusted. He's at the fucking stage of the season where he doesn't give a fuck and was yep. just watching the footy to see if bets he made pay off. Yep. But it didn't even but it, shock it, it, him. It dragged him in emotionally
1: just because it was that shit.
2: No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like it, like he's numb.
1: Yeah. Okay. Which was sad, oh, I, I, I know the feeling. Yeah.
2: Um, absolute lack of fucking effort, and I've been through some fucking dark times. As a Penrith fan, yeah, I've been th- you know I've been through Luke Walsh and his like emotional ups and downs and what that meant for the <laughs> fortunes of our team and um, fucking Jamie Soward and getting tackled high and you know years before that of mm. fucking cellar dwelling. But the only thing I can't cop is this fucking lack of effort. And if I was a yep. Dragons fan, I'd be so fucking pissed at that. Yep, for Newcastle. Honestly, I think this is exactly what they needed. After they fucked up royally in resting players against the Roosters, yep. For them to come in and run right, even if it's a false sense of
1: it doesn't it, that, yeah, of it, achievement. I mean, there's no there's no such thing. I think at this stage of the season, yeah, confidence is massive exactly. and morale is so, huge.
2: Uh, that was exactly what they needed, uh, and it spread across the park. Like the fact that the forwards were getting over the line, they were being rewarded. The fucking hype merchant did that his thing. That fucking Daniel
1: Saifidi try was just like indicative of the Dragons. Yeah, like that. Like, mm. Fucking hell, like held up like two metres out and yeah. just released him releasing get the ball. Like, fucking unbelievable.
2: Uh, Lando said, I just want the season to finish so I can let my anus and blood sugar levels go back to normal. <laughs> Rick said, I haven't really seen much of the Dragons this year, for which I am thankful thankful. Barnett is very important to the Knights. Yes, yeah, certainly is. Uh, Winston said, attention everyone. Hashtag fuck the Broncos. That is all. <laughs> uh, and Danny, Knights boy here, says, good win. A few wobbly bits, but a win nonetheless. Man, I think it was better than good. I did well. Uh, and JDHD44 on Twitter said, Mars bars up the ass, don't do it for me anymore. Up the dick hole we go. Hashtag pray for J.D.H.D. (laughs) Uh, Escalations.
1: Previews for the final round, and of course the most important game of the round of the year, of the uh, existence of the fucking Brisbane Broncos, mm. happens on Thursday night, the Broncos versus the North Queensland Cowboys. The uh, <clears throat> Broncos, with some uh, some uh, significant changes, uh, Tyson gambles out through concussion, so Katoni Staggs moves to 5'8. Payne Haas returns into forwards. To is benched and Bullmore is out. Uh, Coates starts on the wing. Oates, Oates is on the bench. I think. Yep, sixteen. Yep, and uh, Riki comes in onto the bench and David Fafita is out. The Cowboys. Jensen and Molo dropped to the bench with Maguire back at prop and Tawhitalo promoted to lock after starting from the bench last week. Uh, Perry and Condon dropped to the reserves. So, big boost to the Cowboys, obviously with uh. Talmolo starting again. Mm-hmm. Josh Maguire in a game where the Broncos are kind of down on forwards, you know, with the exception of, uh, yeah, probably Harson and Carrigan. I mean, they don't particularly rate right off Galway And uh, looking at their bench, very fucking slim. And like, uh, it says everything about their injury toll if you've if you got Jamil Hopawada there. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm um,
2: tipping the Cowboys in this one because I just need them to win.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, am t- the same. I'm tipping them because I fucking need this to happen. I need it. Yes. And and if and if that, that fucking brain genius that Kevi Walters pays five thousand dollars a second to has uh-huh. taught me anything, I want to fucking like I can't remember his fucking slogan anymore. I've discovered that a thing with millennials
2: is affirmations. Yes. So if you didn't think millennials were fucking frittatas beforehand, <laughs> that secret thing. Mm-hmm. that
1: normal people fucking laugh at yep
2: they think is real
1: okay so well affirm I, I think I think the secret thing is more like a vision board thing right like affirmations are not is that's that's just really that's just there's just like you know mental programming which is not a bad thing you know just programming yourself to you know think in positive ways or whatever but but a vision board that's straight up secret so you put the shit on the vision board okay
2: so there's somebody that I follow on Twitter uh, who came from the entertainment industry okay and have started a podcast where they explain what could be complicated things in a condensed and easy to invest uh, digest way okay and one of them was about the economy and how that works okay and I'm always fascinated in those takes to see what they put in what they leave out yep. how they explain it so I listen to it decent explanation but right at the end of the podcast this person comes back in. And they make uh, these affirmations for you to make. Okay. And one of them was, I am an excellent money manager and my yeah, decisions yeah. create wealth and prosperity. See, that is absolutely... That's absolute, straight up that's, fucking secrets
1: bullshit. Well, that's fucking wankery. Because I mean that's not even like... that. That is some of the most preposterous affirmation shit, I mean... This is what I'm saying. Affirmations are really more about, you know, like... Just your own value and stuff. Not making up fucking magical dumb shit exactly. that you are. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> fucking hell yeah and so in that respect i agree with so you so i am making
2: affirmations that the cowboys will win I i'm making fool. fucking
1: i I'm make I'm, I'm making a vision board let me tell you it's going to look like the fucking baking section of fucking robin's kitchen it's just going to be fucking wooden spoons stuck to a giant piece of cardboard on the wall as many wooden spoons as i can fucking glue to it that's my vision that and a fucking horse that's <laughs> There's
2: my vision board. And my one's just going to be wooden spoons and I'm going to set off a hand grenade in a clag glue factory.
1: (laughs) It's just wooden spoons, a fucking dead horse, Peter North. (laughs) If you know, you know. Um, Look, I'm fucking worried about this game. I'm worried about this game because the Broncos are definitely putting in the effort and the commitment within games to say... We don't want to end up with the fucking wooden spoon. Sure, they left their run late, but, you know, they're not very good at the same time. The Cowboys over recent weeks, not very good either. Mm. So not good that it just, this game is a legitimate fucking coin toss. I'm just hoping that, like, a more, like I say, settled, you know, settled pairing that's not, you know, with Drinkwater and Clifford. You know, and some, hopefully some experience from like your Josh Maguire's of, of the world, Gavin Cooper, can settle the Cowboys down because on paper, realistically, they're a better side mm. on paper. Yeah. But I just don't trust them. Yeah, and I know no. that I'm not going to fucking relax and I'm going to be on absolute edge. I'm on edge as I speak right now. And I'm going to be on edge until like ten o'clock on Thursday night, until this shit is done and fucking dusted. Correct. The Cowboys to win. Yes. Done. 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 Ask, believe, receive. That's the That's what that fucking brain genie says, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 fucking Kevin Walters. I mean, I'm sure oh, he's oh, going to be. Okay. I'm sure he's going to be part of fucking. Um. I'm sure he's going to be part of the hour pitch when they want to hear about who the who the. Uh, the, the the teams that these new incoming coaches are you know proposing to bring into the Broncos.
2: Jesus,
1: Brain Genius will be one of them.
2: Doesn't no? He works with uh, Robo, doesn't he? I
1: don't know, but he works. For, he's been working for Kevy in the Origin. Yeah, but
2: he works with the Roosters. Oh, uh, does he? Yeah. Oh, maybe he does work then. Or maybe he's just completely fucking neutral and has no value <laughs>
1: whatsoever. He's just not negative. And the Roosters have a great <laughs> coach and a team of fucking representative superstars. Yeah, maybe. I think the trick with those sort of guys is to not be detrimental. just If you're neutral, you can claim the success. But if you start, you know, you know what my number one rule in business is: it's that if a cunt turns up
2: and he has chosen to wear his shirt collar Uh outside of his suit jacket, yeah, fuck him, fuck everything he has to say,
1: (laughs) fuck his descendants. Do Do people actually do that? Dumb cunt. Yeah, like with a tie on. No, I was going to say so. It's the open collar and then the it's open
2: collar. Yeah, and they seventy style. Yeah, pull the shirt collar
1: outside of the yeah. suit jacket. Yeah. yeah, you know, and they're not, and they're not like they their business is like, not in prostituting women like on the streets.
2: No, but it's not even in a pimp way. Okay, you know, because then the shirt would be made of you know some fine. Fine air silk pur- or
1: Purple felt. Yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> and, and a fine air silk collar just sits where it wants to sit. That's right. But there's pedos, Nazis, yep. and then nose cuts. Yep. Fuck them. All right.
1: And you would assume that the Brisbane Broncos players would get off the team bus looking like that. Well, the Whisperer guy does. whisperer do. does, yeah. 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 Anyway. The Titans versus the Newcastle Knights. This game... Oh, let's see. What Brian Kelly's back. Tremaine Spry moves to the wing. Corey Thompson is the reserves. Knights Stafford Tower and uh, Ge- and uh, Shibasaki drop to the reserves. Best and uh, Edric Big Dick Rick come back into the backs. Uh, Kurt Mann's back. So Chris Randall drops to the bench. Phoenix Crossland are admitted. Um, Matadia starts for the injured Lachlan Fitzgibbon in the back row. Brody Jones joins the bench. The yeah, we've got to have done the times. Okay, so this one here. If the Newcastle Knights win, I believe that cements them in fifth position, which means they host their finals game, which has traditionally been important for Newcastle to be playing at home. Yep. Um, I don't fucking care. I hope the Cowboys win. That's all (laughs) I want.
2: Look, I, I have to back Newcastle in this. Surely. The Titans are in good form. And this is a legit test. Yeah, the, the Titans are unlucky not to be playing finals.
1: Well, they're not unlucky. They they were vying for the spoon a month ago, and mm-hmm. they've just won some fucking games. I mean, yeah. like, it's not luck. They should have started their run correct. Early, correct, far earlier.
2: Um, but they're they're a legit opposition for the Knights. So yeah, which is and
1: and, day, and the Knights are and the Knights are, are you know pretty much running out you know the team. Yep, as they should have been as they should have been doing the last three weeks. And uh, because they they more than many of these other finals teams, they need to be running out of the team. Yep. And any bottom of any any of the teams five through eight need to be because you know it's a it's a precarious position.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The rabbits take on the roosters. Oh, sorry, I was going nice as well. Um, the rabbits versus the roosters. The the rabbits. Uh, Gay guy returns to center. Masters is out of the squad along with Jaden Sewer who was suspended. Uh, <clears throat> Jed Cartwright starts in the back row with Margo on the bench. The roosters okay. Teddy, Cordner, Friend, and uh, SST all return. Mm. Hutchison, Liu, Manu, and Collins all missing. Mm-hmm. Lussig drops the reserves. Crichton to lock. Lamb comes in on the bench. Mm-hmm. So South's fate here, they uh, rest with the Knights' result earlier as well. If the Knights lose to the Titans, then Souths can get a home final by leaping, leapfrogging the Knights into sixth. If the Roosters win, they lock in third place and will face a storm. Yeah. In Brisbane. If they lose, and then the Eels lose to the... Or if they lose and the Eels lose to the Tigers. And if they lose and the Eels win, then they're going to be playing Penrith in week one after finishing in fourth. Hmm. So there's you know, there's ramifications there. Um, look, Roosters. Roosters are clicking like a motherfucker at the moment. Yeah, they are. And uh, I fully expect them to win. Yes. The Doggies take on the Panthers. Bulldogs, unchanged. Mm. For one of the only times in the season, I would imagine. Uh, the Panthers. Okay, so Dylan Edwards, out and Crichton arrested. Yep. Um, their laureate fullback made a center, Capewell second row. Yep. Tamo returns the prop. Appian hooker. Leota benched Kenny reserves. Burton and Tedovano on the bench. And Hetherington back to the reserves. So... There's a, I guess there's a slight chance of some more restings to happen, but I just, I'm just thinking about who, who is there from 18 through to 21.
2: Who's 18 to 21?
1: Mitch Kenny, Dean Farah, Jack Hetherington, Billy Burns. So like I could easily see, you know, Hetherington maybe coming in, you know, and and one of the forwards sitting. Just, at, yeah, give him a rest. Like I don't know if you give him like Fisher Harris a rest or whatever, but um, because I mean Tamayo's just coming back in, so I don't, he not think Fish rest. Needs a rest. He's no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Four. It's just like, I just don't know. And like, I don't see like, like Team Vare, I mean, presumably he'd only the only people he can rest are Naden and, and uh, yeah, Tyrone May. And I mean, there's no need to rest either of those. I mean, May's only fucking in this week anyway. Exactly. Because Crichton's been rested, so. Mm. So I think it's the shit go from the Panthers to start with here. I mean, this should have been an insurance game for the Doggies. <laughs> the We haven't done the Storm game yet, but the Panthers should have done what the Storm did because it doesn't fucking matter.
2: Everyone. No, Just rest everyone.
1: Literally everybody. Yeah. yeah. But uh, look, you know, the Panthers the Panthers are gonna win. Look, if the doggies if the Panthers rest some more players and are kind of holding within themselves because they know they've got a real game the week after. Yep. And if the Broncos win on Thursday night and the doggies have to win, yeah. then fuck who knows, it might be game on. That's it. But yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. No. Otherwise, Panthers. Uh, Sharks take on the Raiders at Net Strata Jubilee. Wade Graham returns, and he's going to line up in the halves. Yes. With Connor Tracy. Yep. Dugan, Sione Katoa, and Royce Hunt are out. Yep. Nana McDonald on the wing, Hirodi Center, Wilton on the bench. The Raiders. Okay. C N K, Williams, Croker, Bateman, Rapana, and uh, and Pap and Papalia all out. Yep. So you got debutants Adam Cook, Darby Medlin, and Jarrett Sublu are all in the side. And so obviously, the Raiders are doing their best to make me a fucking liar when I say that the Sharks aren't going to win another game this year. Mm. Having said that, though, I mean the outs for the Shark. I mean. Like, I love John, Wade Graham. Johnson's massive. I love Wade Graham, yeah. but he's not—he's not the dominant half in a team. He's not in two thousand twenty. No. You'd have to assume Canberra are going to win, but I mean, what we were talking about earlier with Canberra needing to put on, you know, a great mm. performance. To yeah. get, obviously, Ricky doesn't think that's necessary. Yeah, exactly. Because you know you don't park everybody like that. No. So- Sharks a big chance, but uh, you know I just I can't see it um cuz the the finals the finals uh, equation for Cronulla I mean they they're going to finish eighth. Yep. If they win big and Souths get flogged and that means a combined margin of 107 points. That means that the Sharks can, you know, do something about the I mean, let's assume that's impossible though. Yes. Okay, so Cronulla will go to Bankwest to face the Eels, um or they'll play the Raiders for a second straight weekend. Yep. Should Canberra win and the Eels lose to the Tigers, they'll secure a fourth spot and face Penrith, which I think is a more likely scenario. Yep. Or maybe they're fucking parking everybody to avoid that. I don't know. Who knows? Tigers and Eels. I would. I'd fucking be avoiding Penrith right now. Tigers and Eels. Wank best. Mm. The Tigers. Luke Brooks returns to partner Benji for his last game. Yep. Josh Reynolds goes to the reserves. Yep. Talau replaces uh, BJ Leilua, who I believe is dropped. Cool. And is not out of the side through any injury or Anything otherwise. But being a shit guy. returns at lock. Eisenhuth drops to the bench. Michaeli replaces Aloy in the front row. Garner replaces McIntyre in the second row. Bloor and Chican replace Packer and Little on the bench. The Eels. Paul Owen Lane start. Evans and Davey benched. Tigers. Best result here is a win and they can hope for ninth. Oof. So the Tigers to win. The Eels. They need a win to stay in the top four. Mm. They they have third on the table, depending on what happened at the Roosters game. Mm-hmm. But I'd say that they would, uh, and if they lose this game and Canberra win, then they then that'll send the, the Eels to fifth. Yep. So uh, you'd have to say that the, the Eels are going to. Well, look, if the Eels are going to do anything, it's going to be this. It's, it has to be this week. Yes. Because they can't go into the finals with any degree of confidence scraping by teams yeah, so with lacklustre performances. Yep, I'm, I'm going to think the best of the finals-bound teams, and I'm going to say that the Parramatta are going to put it together and show why they're in the finals and give themselves the best chance to extend their season yep. going forward without confidence. So, uh, The Warriors take on the Mighty Manly Seagulls at Central Coast Stadium. What we got here? Okay, so uh, Tuvasashek is out of the Warriors' side. Hiku goes to fullback. Yep. Herbert to the wing. Purim to center. Katoa in the back row with Murchie benched. Tuanoa Brown back on the bench. And uh, Ale and Curran dropped to reserves. Yep. Manly. Funa to fullback. Garrick's back on the wing. Miski on the other one. Hopper dropped, which is fucking great mm-hmm. tactic when you're negotiating contracts with people mm. who've been playing shit. I, I don't like seeing Hopper not going great, but I do like it for the sense of when I'm talking about that toxic fucking user forum. Yeah, the amount of Des is a fucking because you know like a month two months ago. Oh, Des is lone fucking Hopper to the Warriors. Oh, Des the fucking you know, and then. Then he comes in and he doesn't set the fucking world on fire because yeah. he's a kid coming off two straight fucking ACLs, hasn't played football in fucking two or three years, yep. and has got a lot of fucking work to do to become a first grade football player. Yeah, I'm just glad that it was like kind of vindicated, you know, on that front. Um, Perseca starting on prop, Boyle benched, uh, Waddle or Waddell second row, Jet Ski out uh, with a hamstring injury, I believe, uh, and Guacamole joins the bench. So. This side, of course, as usual, won't look the way that uh it does right now. I am hoping that Desi drops some players who are departing us, like Waddell and Boyle. I mean, why fucking play them any further? Yep. Um Ben Turbo in 18. Toff Sipley returns, so that's another he's hopefully still in favour at the club. Another gigantic unit like uh like Paseca and a forward that, you know, has the physical attributes to become one. I mean, whether he's got the mental attributes, I don't know, but, uh, hopefully he gets a good go. Mm. And the most, the only thing that gets me fucking watching this game is the possibility that in 21, Sioni Feinu gets onto the park. Mm. When we're talking about the release of AFB, Sioni Feenu, he's the next one up from the Fainu family. He's, uh, 19 years of age. He was last year in the New South Wales, uh, under 18's origin. He was the player of the series for them, uh, absolute fucking gun prop. And not only is a gun prop, but he's a gun prop in the twenty twenty mold. He's not a giant fucking unit. He's just got an enormous motor, and he's not the biggest guy. Like he's yep. he's like you've seen him. You, if you're watching mailing games, you would have seen him on the sideline. I think doing um doing ball ball stuff the last couple of weeks with Ben Turbo and Ben Turbo fucking dwarfs him. And and, and he's not a pro- <laughs> and yeah. he's not problem. Yeah, yeah. So he's not a giant guy, but he's just got a massive motor. And I think that that's the kind of prototype that's a good thing to have going forward, I think, with the way the game is at the moment where it's not necessarily having a guy like, you know, a, a giant carting guys forward slowly, you know, for like 10 metres after the contact. Yeah, exactly. But it's a guy that can just fucking, you know, Get to the get to the defensive line quickly, yep. smash through, get over the advantage line, get up, play the ball, and build that sort of six again yep, pressure. Correct. So I'm I'm praying that he gets a run in this last round. But if not, I mean, it's just a good it's it's good to see his name on there because obviously the you know the powers that be are thinking the same way that that uh, I I'll fucking okay. hope
2: Manly will lose and lose terribly.
1: And um, Manly will fucking well just to fucking piss me off they'll win this game. <laughs> 13 plus because the Warriors are already on the plane of course uh, the Dragons take on the Storm at Net Strata Jubilee Dragon side Sullivan debuts in the halves mm. with Kloon who returns Ben Hunt suspended Corey Norman omitted um, Fiegui starts in the wing over Pereira Blacker debuts from the bench Aikens back and so Braden William drops to the reserves the Storm here we fucking go <laughs> 12 players from last week are out Renko Lee, Cameron Smith, Cameron Munster, Felice Kafusi, Jerome Hughes, Jesse Bromwich, Josh Carr Justin Olam, Kenny Bromwich, Nelson Asofa solomona Suliazi Vunivalu, and Tinu Fasuma Luai. So, there's a bunch of... these. Let's see who's inside. Okay, so Ryan Pappenhausen is the fullback, and he is the captain of the side, breaking the record and becoming the new holder for the youngest captain in, in Storm history. The wingers, Lume Lume and Shandor Earl, uh, as, our, as our great friend Ben Dunn calls him, Ricky Lutelli, aka Polly Poly E.T., makes his uh, storm debut, I believe. Jesus. Momorowski also there. Riley Jackson, Cooper Johns are the halves. Kamika Mika and Christian Welch are the starting uh, props. Brandon Smith-Hooker, Eisenhuth, Chris Lewis, Max King in the back rowers. Uh, the bench: Nico Hines, Schoenig, Vette and Penne. Yeah, and eighteen to twenty-one is just who the, they could be fucking anybody. Honestly, they could be made. They could be they could be made-up names against the Dragons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? They might even get the win, but obviously Bellamy does. The, the most important thing about this week is that his players don't play at all. Even an opposing trade even a post-training yeah. session is too much for them. That's it.
2: You know what I expect in this game? I expect this team of fucking reserve graders yep. and fringe first graders yep. to come out and be as well drilled, if not, maybe you know, maybe not execute as well.
1: I expect yeah, some poor execution and some dumb mistakes. But
2: to play better than the fucking Dragons will, because mm-hmm. what Dragons just dished up last week. Yep was pathetic.
1: Yep. Well honestly, the Dragons have been served up the golden opportunity to go to Mad Monday with a fucking with their tails up. Yeah, exactly. But watch them. Yeah. Watch what? them watch them fuck their fans up. Correct. Even more. Okay, mailbag. So, Mitch says, uh, Surely the Sharks cement themselves as the people's champions by doing exactly what we all strive to do in high school. Cruise on by with minimal effort, do just enough, and receive a pass mark. Get out of the exam early and say their best performance for schoolies. I mean the off-season. No. And the reason, I totally disagree in every possible way. But the part I really enjoyed was, as the conversation went on, Matthew replied and said they're the Corey Worthington of the league. He said, the more I think about it, the more I realise if the Cronulla Sharks were a person, it would be him. Got 15 minutes of fame doing something the public couldn't stand, whilst full of drugs, (laughs) and then fade into obscurity and irrelevance and everyone goes back to thinking they're a pathetic waste of resources. (laughs) So kudos to you, sir. Correct. Um...
2: Do you know when you stop wanting to do what you did in high school? Mm-hmm. The minute you fucking left high school, yeah. You know, Jesus Christ,
1: wake up. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, some of the things are still still good. Like what? Or drugs and stuff. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. These days, I don't have time to rip bongs and listen to Led Zeppelin. <laughs>
1: Uh, Daniel says With half the comp resting players this week Does this mean none of them want to win it? Winky face haha Listen fuck Knights fans Got very upset When we criticised them For going into the biggest game Of their fucking season A true test against a surging competitor And they rest their players Get fucking pumped That is not a positive thing.
2: No, not at all. Knowing that you're going into a final series, your position can't be altered
1: by by a win or a loss.
2: And knowing that you're one of the favourites to win the competition, that allows you to slap your big dick of rested players squarely on the table and ask everyone else to measure up.
1: And not only that, team makes the finals every year rest players at various stages all through the year have a fucking art form of knowing what to do and tapering for a final campaign. Craig Bellamy is the
2: reason that I don't bet on the last round of NRL because of all the years he fucked me (laughs) by resting half his fucking squad. Yep. Yep. Unexpected.
1: Another Dan said the show is to open and close with glory glory to South Sydney to honour their part in the hashtag Broncos spoon. How about you fuck right off? Look, I've you know I've got it. It's it's getting late. It's after eleven p.m. and we're going to do the members digi show after this as well. So I'll be starting to edit this in about an hour and a half probably. And I'll uh, yeah, I'll totally not remember to do that. Unfortunately, how about my, a-
2: how about my remix? <laughs> Rabbits fans are uh, 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 dumb cunts. There you go. a new fucking song.
1: I don't think it'll take off. Didn't seem very catchy. No, I mean I like the themes you presented in the song but the the tune wasn't very catchy Look you know what I don't need the fucking accolades
2: I'm just happy for someone to sample it one day (laughs) Kanye Stop making shit cunt fucking useless shoes or come back to Nike who actually know how to make sneakers but um, you know hit me up if you want to sample that for fucking
1: Maybe you can put it on maybe you can use it on the soundtrack for his fucking Yeezy Crocs (laughs)
2: <laughs> World tour, Jesus and Jesus,
1: which apparently are great shoes to wear while you're pissing on your Grammys. <laughs> He's fucking cooked. He is fucking cooked. Uh, Dan, sorry, goes on to say, also Ricky Stewart is a fucking sook. Is his child really autistic, or do they just take emotional cues from the old man? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen said, interested in your thoughts on Tamau going to the Tigers. At first, I was. Here we go. Another has been on overs, but thinking it through, I'm wondering now if he could be exactly the type of leader they've been screaming for to start fixing up that dumpster fire. Look, I don't think he's. I don't. Think, he can't do it alone. No, he can't. But I think as a quality human being, I, I, I don't think that a quality human being goes amiss in any club. Really, no, not at all. that's the sort. Of, I mean, you need these sorts of guys in there. I don't know if he's. I don't think he can fix the Tigers single-handedly. Not at all. He's going to have an influence on, you know, he'll have an influence on the locker room. Very experienced guy. He'll be able to influence the young forwards, I guess, that aren't even really there. I don't, he, I,
2: he seems to me to be a calming influence, mm-hmm. to be a mentor in terms of work ethic, Yep. to be a mentor in terms of what's expected in terms of a level of professionalism. Yep. As you do about what you're do. Now again I mentioned this earlier in the episode. He's a guy who came from a premiership winning team from one of the great forward packs in the last decade, like that forward mm. pack.
1: It was a combined it's origin
2: forward fucking pack. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And he was a stellar performer in that. He's moved past his prime and he came down and he didn't you know, he didn't have the same impact. But he was never going to and now he has settled into that role of elder statesman i think if the tigers use him like that then he is an exceptionally good get yeah my worry is exactly as you alluded to they don't have the other cattle there around to, to and, let and he's not that.
1: and he's not your marquee starting prop by any stretch no. i mean his value comes in his experience and yeah. and uh and top bloke-ness yep um but yeah, look, yeah, it's definitely not a, another has been on overs. I'm, I don't know what the dollar value is. Maybe he did pay overs. I don't know, but yeah, I, I still I think it's a good deal. Yeah, I don't I haven't seen anyone really say it isn't. Uh, Andrew says uh, you can set your calendar waiting for a Ricky Stewart dummy spit just before the semis. Mm. Jordan says cheers for the entertainment while the family's in, in is isolating. Guys, it's fucking needed this week.
2: Oh, dude, yep, sending the love to you. I spoke yep. to a couple of people in Melbourne today, doing it tough.
1: Yep. I spoke to a friend of mine in Melbourne today too. I sent her a gift to cheer her up. She was very happy. Uh for, you know, the five minutes it takes her mind off that fucking situation they're in down there. Mm. Meanwhile, up here, I mean, it's actually... Yeah. I think the bubble, they're actually increasing the... Queensland's actually taking more territory. They're actually expanding the boundaries... Of the state over the over October oh, they've, the first, they've, they've
2: opened up where you can apply for a permit from.
1: They're they're going to push it. On, on a, on a, is it October first or is it next week? Next week, yeah. yeah. And so they're taking it down as far as like Lism- past Byron, Lism- I think. Lism- yeah, Ballin-up. there's like Lismore, but then it's like a cross up like Glenn Lism- Innes and yeah. some other places and like Western New South Wales can still suck because Western New South Wales on the border can still go fuck themselves even though they've literally never had a case of COVID there the entire time Mm -hmm. Um, Alexander says how does Darius take the final conversion if the Broncos don't score is Darius revered enough to be given that honour
2: as we saw last week yes yeah
1: yeah, they were up weren't they they were all around it yeah Um, yeah, that's true. I think the Broncos are going to score a try. The problem is, when do you know it's the last yeah, try? Yeah, that's it. What if they score off the first set and the score ends up being 26-6 to six against? Mm. Like, it's Out. too fucking late then, isn't it? What yeah. do you do? You set him up for a fucking Paul Gallen style, you know? <laughs> it's, what's it, oh, oh, it's, it's not a disrespectful field goal because, you know, if you're losing by 26-7, 20, 26, there's no, yeah, no difference. True. but uh, Yeah, Okay, you know, fuck him, I hope he gets a spoon, gets some silverware or you know, some woodenware to take take on the road with him. Terry, if the Seabold Rumors the investigation was two to three days from being completed four weeks ago, how long until the Panthers' rumors take until they're two to three days from being completed? State of origin. Yes. Zoran, how do we work about getting some Rain Man to work it out or someone who has connections in the footy stats world to work out how many games player players really played? Example, Orbo gets to say he has 300 plus games, but has he really? If we add up the actual minutes he's played, then divide it by 80 minutes, I bet he wouldn't be anywhere near 300. Same with a lot of bench players. Well, that's the fucking point. But I mean, same for a lot of starting. Same for nearly every starting player either. I mean, you can't all be fucking like Matt Ballins and fucking like halfbacks and like 80 yeah. minute players. I mean, pretty much every forward is getting spelled. Yeah. At some point or another. Yes. So and I think that's yeah. It, it, it. What I don't like there is if you do that,
0: mm.
2: then you're going to have these fucking racist Cronulla fucks coming around saying that Paul Gallen doesn't really have the L losses because did he L really record. pay yeah. You know, did he really play in all those games? Yeah. If, if you well, made, yeah. If he's
1: playing, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, so if he's if he's playing like you know three yeah. two games for every three that he played, then, the un- yeah, that just brings the L's. Yeah.
2: The only thing that I think you might be able to take exception with is if you don't take the field. Yeah. You know, do you still get a cap? Do you get a cap for being named? I would say so. Or I would do you imagine get a cap so. for taking the field? I would imagine so. I doubt Orbo would have had any games where he never took the field.
1: The easiest way to look that up is to go on like the Rugby League Project site yeah. and look at... Uh, there was a game, there was a... Was there an origin when... Bure Jason Stevens? Yeah, was there an origin where like, a bureau or something didn't come on the, at all? There, there was one that Jason Stevens didn't come on. Yeah, so yeah, so like, with you know, fat,
2: yeah. fat lot of good your fucking Jesus did for you then. Yeah, virgin cunt.
1: Oh, I mean, Jesus probably gave him 30 grand for not doing fucking yeah, breaking true. sweat. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that, <laughs> but um, but yeah, you look at look that up and see if yeah, that okay. comes up as a as an appearance. That's that, that's yeah. the easiest way. Um, well, I, I, I think that's a little bit cunty to be honest. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to begrudge the guy. He got on the field, you've got, you got on the field, you played the game. Matthew, yeah, uh, interesting game tomorrow. The Cowboys will end up everyone's second favorite or the most hated team in the game. That's mm. it. There is no middle ground. Gary said the media's blowing up about weakened weekend weakened teams this weekend, but it's a good chance to see some of the Storm and Raiders fringe players. Yeah, more so more so the Storm than the than the Raiders ones for me, um, because, you know, I feel like the the Storm are a massive depth farm. Yes year in year out and even this year I mean like long term or you know not long term but like multiple week injuries to the keyest of key characters in their side yes. and they covered them up in one more often than not correct so I am interested to see those guys because those Storm guys if they if they equip themselves well then they may be they may be available to buy yeah. and uh and mainly recently you know coming into about one <laughs> and a half million dollars of fucking windfall <laughs> I'd be very interested to see him spend it if they can't just outright make a fucking play and for Brandon Smith. Mm. That's my ultimate goal. Brandon Smith until Feeney gets back, then he can go to fourteen or lock. Fucking beautiful. That would be that, that. That'd be all you need. Um, I don't have the fucking screenshot here for the tipping, but I know that King Kong is still in third. I think the positions yeah, pretty yeah. much the king. The positions pretty much played out the, with the top three. They played out the same way as they did the week before. The order hasn't changed. We still got our top three and. Uh, That's all there is to say. What else we got here? That's it. Nice. That is the wrap-up, motherfuckers. Full-time for episode 369. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. Facebook community, hashtag TwillNation at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TwillNation. Welcome to new Joinees. We're getting a steady influx of people in there. Um, Get in there, introduce yourself, hang shit on the Broncos. You'll have a home for life. We're also on facebook.com forward slash thisweekinleague. Make sure you get in there, hit the like button, share shit as we put it up. Help us spread the word. And if you'd like to support the show, make sure you drop us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to go the extra mile, our digital memberships are still available and can be picked up anytime for only $3.99 a month. And uh, they will keep proceeding onward through till the end of the year. Nice. That's it. That's all we got time for in this last final round preview episode. They only get well. I guess next week, next week is still like a, a regular. Well, I mean, you know, there's less. There's finals. Only four finals games, though. So yeah, this Great is year. this is the last of the full full length episodes of the year. Ooh. So we're we're on the we're on the final stretch. Although we do have Origin this year as well. So I'd say while you know we might we might take a, a short break after the grand final. Yep. There's no reason why we can't do the Origin ones. Yeah. Okay. We might do them remotely. Mm. You know, after the game, sort of thing. Yeah, okay. because it's all we're gonna have is like some news and origin to talk about. So yeah. it's probably probably easy enough to do. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. We'll see you mm. next week. Later. <laughs>